0: i Spaces
1: Bit and buy everything like now <laughs>
2: um i think we're just gonna launch everything here in a bit coinbase is back online and uh everyone had a chance to pick up like a bunch of cheap stuff is
1: this like liquidation event just happened all the leverage longs have been just basically wiped out so now there's time to just like this is all the easy this is where the easy buys come in So if you haven't picked up stuff already, uh, I would suggest doing so. This is like one of the easiest, this is one of those easy moments in crypto, like we're, um, it's one of the straightforward buying times. Hey noob. Hey Steffi. did you just break Coinbase, huh? Yeah, I I try not to break it, but it sometimes happens. (laughs) One of my friends calls me, he's like, hey, all my money's gone. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like what? Um and then I'm like oh let me check mine. Oh yeah, mine's all gone too. <laughs> um yeah, it's uh but anyway, I think uh with BTC up remember it only takes like a lag period of anywhere from minutes to days for all the alts to just moon now. So this is like the easiest money you're going to make in crypto at this moment. Um everything's had its pullbacks. All the alts have had their um kind of like, you know, they've had their um corrections and everything um so just like running through what's doing well like that for fetch perpetual i have an ox i've now like whatever 1000 bucks bruce sent me i doubled that to about 2000 now in the in this week so thank you bruce for that wherever he is i think he's busy today traveling or something um so that worked out really well um but yeah ox dot if you want to like try it i think the fetch um the fetch chart just broke out from a dollar 20 all time high and it's now at a dollar 31. Its next bib level is four dollars and 85 cents. So I'll probably like 5x my fetch bag or more because I um he gave me like a thousand bucks to play with on that platform and I um I have like a 3x long on it. So if it does a 5x, that's like a 15x. I don't know. So that thousand bucks he gave me will be probably worth like around. Ten to fifteen bucks. Um, ten to fifteen thousand dollars in about. I would guesstimate like, within a month or so, wouldn't be surprising. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Um, let's see. Um, what else? Um, um, the so the other stuff that's kind of breaking out. I think like um, Kujira is pretty a liquid. That's KUJI um i think people are going to wake up and that's going to start to move relatively fast um it's currently at 430 it's all time high is about 555 and um it's next levels up are like 12 18 and 33 um if we have a left shifted like um price action this year with btc running hard breaking all time high like even this coming week um i suspect that we're going to have like $34 kuji in no time um which is a you know close to a 10x from from these recent prices um that put it at about 5, 5 billion market cap or something like that um so i have my kind of cuji waiting to run here um it's market caps like 500 million so it could definitely get a 10x to 5 um billion market cap fairly readily um this is standard bull market stuff happens every time um these like mid-cap
3: alts can really really do well um well I, I just guess is gonna take a little bit longer until it until it pumps maybe another ten, fifteen days, something like that. I
1: don't easy. think I, I wouldn't uh assume anything. Um at this point, like whatever you're gonna own, you should own it. Um I mean I was buying it all the way down to like three bucks or whatever, so um hmm. you know, but basically like the by the time you reach prior high, which is five fifty-five. Um, you'll lose a significant portion of the multiple. Um, so, wh- whatever it is, it's like, you know, anyone who sh- should be FOMOing should, should be doing it now, like literally buy everything. Like I said this almost like, two weeks ago buy everything. I don't think anyone ever listens, honestly. If they did, they would like I don't post think what they bought.
2: Is it too mm-hmm. late?
1: No, it's not too late. Like, you can literally buy anything and everything in the altcoin space, and everything's going to go up. So, I think like the reason I know no one buys is because no one ever posts their post that they bought something like people or for morty people usually have yeah, morty except for morty so people usually say like oh, i bought some here i bought some kuji here or whatever if they're really doing it and most people just don't like they just sort of just keep looking and looking and looking and then they fomo in after it starts going up so i think um anyway point is like now that bitcoin sort of ran already and i think it's going to reach high quite fast um i think today's high was like 63.9 or something like that um, high is about 69k. It's going to run to that in no time. Morgan Stanley just announced it's going to open up an ETF as well, and that's like a one one trillion plus dollar fund. So some of that's going to flow into BTC, and even just the like excitement around that news is going to pump it. So what happened today was just simply like a leverage liquidation. So it's happened to coincide with Coinbase crashing, um, where like everyone's balances looked like they were zero earlier today. I don't think that was what caused anything, by the way. Um, I think it was just sort of coincidence. Uh, basically, when you have pumps like this, expect extraordinary volatility, like plus or minus ten percent within a day or the hour would be normal. The reason is because, like, as the all-time high approaches, the number of people that are willing to put in leverage long positions starts to escalate, and those folks will sit. Like, you can just get cascade liquidations, just you know, via entropy at that time. So basically you're gonna get those crashes. Um it doesn't mean anything. In fact, like when you get that kind of price velocity, it is an absolute buy. Like no question about it. Especially when you're this early in the cycle. To me it's a it's a clear buy. So like pretty much anything that dumped today um with this like BTC drop was a absolute buy in my my opinion. Um uh, hey, question. Yep. Yeah. Hey can you explain a little bit of what happened today with Chainlink in the
4: BTC ETF? What was that about?
1: Um, yeah, uh, simple that basically, um, chain has about eight different products, um, that you can connect to if you're a blockchain, as far as its utilities. One of those is proof of reserves. And what proof of reserves is, is that like, let's say you have a certain amount of Bitcoin, uh, and you want to like demonstrate to the world that you really have that Bitcoin. So in this case, it was ARK ETF, which is the Kathy Woods Bitcoin ETF, Um, Then if you implement Chainlink, then it's going to query your Bitcoin wallet every, um, in this case, every 24 hours. And um, if there is a, uh, like, that Bitcoin's real, it's actually there, then you can verify that, in fact, they have the money. As opposed to, like, remember, like FTX, they were trading with customer funds. So um, with Chainlink's proof of reserves, you, you won't be able to do that kind of shenanigans. So that's what that is. So that's just one of the eight products that Chainlink has. Um, It's different than like CCIP and some other stuff we've talked about. So anyway, but yeah, like even Chainlink today, if you notice the price action, it went from like, I don't know, like 19 bucks all the way to like 20, almost 21, and then crashed back down again. You know, why did this happen? It happened because, well, there was this sort of leverage pump of BTC and anytime Bitcoin moves, it's going to bring everything up with it instantly. And then when BTC crashed again, like it pulled back 10%, then it, then it like canceled a lot of those gains. But in doing so, an interesting thing that it did is Chainlink dropped to like almost 18 bucks like on the daily, like today. It was really quick, but it dropped. And what happened is it probably caught a lot of limit buys and then popped right back up. And now it's 19 again. And anytime you have a leverage liquidation like that in crypto, a really, really big pump and dump kind of look, uh, generally the, the the answer is you want to catch that bottom and buy it. You don't hesitate for a second. You all, Even if it's a little bit, you always get a little bit. That is a standard rule around here like for in the crypto space um, because those leveraged liquidations mean that um, because leveraged players are future sellers. So leveraged long positions are future sellers. And that means that when they get liquidated and you buy spot and other people get a chance to buy spot, then that creates a new sort of floor price for the coin because now you have new spot buyers at the previous level that was otherwise liquidated.
3: Just so. one thing, Sephi, um, if you watch the link spot price chart on Coinbase, we had two one minute candles. Where it went from 19.4 in three minutes, it went to 20.8. And it was about $5 million in purchases in three minutes, right? So it was spot. So this was pretty. Pretty serious someone aped in there <laughs> with five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. On Chainlink. Yeah, so, Yep.
1: No, you can you can buy with size on Coinbase with fairly large amounts of money and not cause get too much slippage and whatnot, but it dropped to like on Binance at least, it dropped to like eighteen oh six. That's a pretty deep wick. Um yeah, I didn't actually, it. Almost
4: that, re- re- retraced more.
1: That, uh, I got some more here just under nineteen bucks again, just for fun, but yeah. like
3: that I mean, initial pump uh, Almost retraced within, like I don't know, it's like in half an hour, it completely retraced that yeah, yeah. first initial, and then it dropped later on when Coinbase went offline, right? So this happened like I don't know, three three hours later or something.
1: Yep. But these Anyways. but these liquidations are generally bullish. Like a similar thing happened on January third with Chainlink, and uh, dropped down to like twelve dollars on that liquidation, and of course now we're more like nineteen. So notice how these deep liquidations. If you look at the last, oh I don't know, like all the way back to summer almost every single one of these deep liquidations led to a big run over the next like month or two or three so i think we're we're already timed yet for an altcoin gigapump anyway so it's just a matter of just like waiting now um with btc running like it is and etf inflows showing just record numbers day after day the basic bottom line is like your alts are gonna moon it's just simply a matter of when um and it really doesn't matter what you own honestly like you know you i have my things you have yours whatever Everyone going to have their own little coins. They're all going to go up. Um, the the AI stuff in particular right now has been running, Was Fetch breaking its high at $1.32. And I don't have my spot position anymore. I just have my perpetual position, but it's definitely minting money. Um, so it's basically like doubled. Um, it's doubled my value of my wallet within the past, I guess, like when did I open this, like a week ago? When did Bruce tell me about this? Maybe this last weekend? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's going well. I think my mar- mar- margin ratio is like 14% with a leverage total of 2.72 X leverage. And, um, so I think like, I'll, I'll wait for the fetch to run to like the funding fees on fund are really low. So I think like, I'll just run it till fetch reaches like $10. And, uh, that should be about, I don't know, $20,000 worth of free money from bruce (laughs) so he gave me he gave me a thousand to play with it i'm gonna turn in 20 let's see how it goes anyway um uh but i but i i knew fetch was gonna run once like it broke all time high that's why or when it was getting close that's why i was like fuck it i'm just gonna go ahead and um (laughs) do that as my perpetual and um pick that as my place to do leverage anyway um other things let's see um um like, some shit I have is doing nothing, like Levana and stuff. Just I had a little bit. Um, I have some Astroport. It's doing, in the last seven days, it was up 31%. But other than that, today, didn't do anything. Uh, Monero's up, like, around, I don't know, 13% on the seven last seven days. I bought it at 120. It's about 135 now. Dimension, which is that one, remember I told you I bought some, and I sold half of it, um, like, the insiders have been selling and that shit's back down to 570. It was like at seven something. So that's what I'm saying about these new Cosmos chains. Like if you can get a quick, like you buy it, you get a quick two or three X, fuck it, get out. Like just leave it. Nobody cares what they do, what it does, whatever. Fuck all that. The, the tokenomics are so terrible as far as like the the end user. You're just waiting for the rug pull essentially. Um, and it's not even like a rug pull. It's like legit. The, the, the base tokenomics are shit. So you're just waiting for something to happen. So dimension's a good example of that. I hope Wabi didn't buy too much. He's like, I'm gonna go in heavy dimension. Or whatever. I hope he didn't get too much or, or didn't buy it too late. <laughs> Cause uh that's one way to take all your winnings from something else and then just go fucked on something that you buy too mm. high. You have to be careful. Mm, let's see here. Um You still have your Solana back? I don't. Remember I I, I um Kind of got it back to break even after dollar cost averaging down. And then I sort of got rid of it in favor of what did I buy? I just bought a lot of Chainlink instead. Um, mm. What is it doing today? How so? Let
3: me see. No, it was just going sideways, I would say. You know, it pumped a little bit, but it was like 100 bucks and that's like 110, but it didn't correct too much today on that whole thing. So went like to 150. Yeah,
1: I, I'd originally bought it like 103. And mm-hmm. um and I and I kind of got some lower and then I sold it and I, I I ended in the green, but like my problem with Solana is not that it's like it's not gonna pump or whatever, it probably will. I just feel like if I'm gonna go in at scale, like why mess with it when in order to get like a even to get a six X on Solana, you've gotta basically have this run to six hundred and seventy dollars, which will put its market cap at some ungodly
3: yeah. level. Problem is, they will have a lot of unlocks later on. There's still unlocks, and FT- just
1: like there's a lot of bags, a lot want
3: to
1: dump on you, too.
3: Yeah, the state of FTX is pretty much locked up, right? So, there's a lot of this shit going on. Mm-hmm. I think they, they start unlocking in the end of it's It's not one unlock, it's like in the end of this year, know. so it's still who, something who really knows.
1: Like, comparatively, basically, Chainlink has the better chart compared to Solana. Mm. Um. Like how much room it has to go to reach all time high, and my thesis is like simple, like if both of these things can reach all time high, so with Solana being at one twenty there's a fib at one twenty three and then there's like an all time high at two sixty that's really just a two x from there. I mean, just to get all time high, whereas with link, it's like I've got um almost a three x still or at least a four x from when I bought in two all time high, so like it's just a better r o i if you assume both are going to reach high um and if you assumed like maybe neither of them performed any better than that just you know just for like being conservative you're basically talking about getting a good solid forex for link so it seemed to me that, to me the better like potential roi at that level um also what can happen too is like i'm always reminded of what happened to chainlink 2021 mm. and that is that like the thing that runs first is not always the things that keep that keeps running later on. <laughs> like Solana is popular enough that probably will keep running. But as far as like, if you look what happened to Chainlink last time in 2021, it ran early and then it just basically underperformed the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, but it ran so, like
3: super hard, right? Like this time, it didn't really run that hard. I mean, that's just how I feel about um, it. Um, comparatively, which which one? Chainlink. Solana. Yeah, I mean, compared to the last run, no. It,
1: No, so far it's replicating its last run exactly. The velocity and everything, it's exactly the same. Like between $5 to here, it's around the same time period, like very close. In fact, like almost to the day. But the multiples? So you just. Yeah, well, the multiples, no, because Mm -hmm. the multiples member chain actually ran earlier than everything else in the market last season. But that was still summer of 2020, was when the big alt season sort of began um but yeah all, it won't do the multiples because chainlink was a much smaller um market cap at the time right so it's it's not as easy to make those multiples this quickly this time so i think it's doing fine i don't have any big problem with it if you look at it from the bottom right $5 to about 20 bucks or so where it is now that's basically a um a 4x and that's very similar to bcc from the bottom in that respect so i think we're okay
3: um It's a safer bet, put it that way. You don't expect too much, but you don't. You don't.
1: Yeah, it's a safer, safer bet. You don't want to
3: put a lot of money into something like super, like risky shit, and then something goes. (laughs) I don't know. It loses the wheels, right? (laughs) Whatever. Some projects tend to do that.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: see too many like ultra risky ones this season, though. Like most of the things people are in, I haven't seen anything with like really, really crazy risk maybe rune perhaps rune would be the one that's kind of like the the one that's kind of questionable in the sense that like if something regulatory happens it could go wrong but outside of that in fact how's rune doing today it must be up pretty no, good not because
3: too much 5.8 or something
1: it's just like it should be all right if btc's up rune usually has to go up because of its yeah it actually got caught on like its little fib level here at about six bucks and yeah it kind of went up and then down immediately this goes to show you like um how little these things move sometimes versus others it's like btc's running you assume that retail buyers are buying altcoins. like why isn't it moving a lot faster like I think it's because it's like mostly whales that pump these things.
3: Yeah, and people just need like, to get bored, just... you know. It's like, oh no the mm-hmm. BTC the there's these green candles like this, these big candles and everyone's like, Look at BTC and whatnot, right? And people have their attention there. It,
1: but but I don't think it's just I don't think it's just random people too though. No, I mean, but, but
3: everyone you gets a bored, pump, right? Sure. it's like in the casino it you takes... need the lights on the machines, right? If this if it just looks boring, if no yeah, one's yeah. on the table, it's like okay, let's let's look somewhere else, right? So you need some time for Bitcoin not to to move, to actually draw the attention to other shit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, but it's more than that. I think it's just these things pump when whales decide for them to go out. Oh yeah, to some extent. Yes, yes, yes. Because like otherwise, like with BTC running like it is, like if it's just the, all the usual rune holders, the usual link holders or whatever, like it would already be they would already be running right now, and they're not. Which means which because like but, because Bitcoin is the is the is already the what do you call it the um Big one. It's the it's no, it's the kind of like the big gold standard emergency light. You know, it's like the big, you know, green flag that tells everyone, hey, that the market's gonna run. The fact that everything doesn't run immediately tells me that like it's it's not just retail that has to go. But even
3: though if whales want to run something up, right, so they they want to make profit, right? They want to sell higher, so they run this whatever up, Mm -hmm. but they still need to have the proper silence on the other side of the room. So that they can draw enough attention to the run-up, right? So if Bitcoin pumps and everything pumps like equally five percent, if everything was green today, five percent, nobody ha- would have a focus on something, right? So t- tomorrow, if something has yeah. like the twenty percent candle, then everyone's talking about that shit, right? So <laughs> you, this is the point yeah, I'm today, trying to make. Like,
2: uh, yeah,
1: today on my list, like the things that are uh, up the most today. Um, let me see here. There's like a, well, the most obvious one today is um, Fetch is up 20%. There are some random coins that are like on crypto bubbles that are up, but nothing, like not a lot of things that are particularly notable. Um, if you look at the weak, like the largest running coins are, what is it? MXC. Is me- Does MXC have a token? I don't know what that is, MXC. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So just, have, I guess like being
3: something that you can convert dust to
1: some random coin called the whales token, so a bunch of random stuff is pumped uh for the week. Zeph is up seventeen percent, which is not bad at all um, and uh so yeah, it's like yeah, if you kind of like flip through crypto bubbles, it gives you a pretty good quick view of like what's doing what, but even that doesn't have like. Why is Fetch not on here? Because Fetch is up like 20. Like at least uh, my trading views claims that Fetch is up 22% right now. So Fetch blew away everything else. Um, (laughs) Now that it broke all-time high, it was just expected to moon pretty much. I'll have to like figure out when I'm going to close out. Basically for Fetch, what I did is I put in a short position at $5. So like what's going to happen is is that I'm going to close my long position and then let the short position at five dollars run for a while because there's a fib level there and then uh make some more on that and then maybe re-enter the long position uh lower or something like that Steffi,
3: would you be surprised if I told you that this is to bTC chart um we just bounced today on the fifty day m a exactly on the theft bTC chart yeah Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's always, it's like, it's always just these things. It's just like, no one watches it probably, but it just bounced on the 50-day MA. It's like super weird, right? This
1: stuff is just a ticking time bomb now. But With BTC up as high as it is, um, it's just like, you won't be able to predict exactly when, but everything's going to moon. It's like, it's just simply a matter of waiting now. Um, And I think like, it's, yeah, Zeph right now is at 2335, is actually right on. Uh, right on its like fib level on the dollar chart. So I think like if we can kind of break this time, if we start running up and hit $28 again, it'll probably break this time. That break, that takes you to 37 and that's a very low resistance areas, which gets you back to 52 of course, then, and then it's like 81 and then 102. So I suspect like, Mm, a good run for Zef would be the like mirroring of the Casper chart, which is what it's doing now. And that puts you at about $250, which is a 5x from the previous high. I think pretty much everyone in the room will, room will be happy if we're running close to like 250 or so. Um, and then you can let that shit ride forever and pretty much. Keep, keep mining it and just let it ride. <laughs> and <laughs> you maybe
3: know? for people be to good. understand, you know, if you... If you take any coin that has a pre mine, right, well, it's like dimension, what you just mentioned, there's a lot of people that can actually mm-hmm. sell on you. So it limits the upside because at some point they will start to sell with Zeph. Basically, there's just the mining supply. There's like so and so many coins that come online every day. And, well, there, and that's there, it, is, right? there is a pre mine. <laughs> the, te- the team has a pre
1: mine um, of like uh, how much Zeph? It was like five, 100,000. Yeah, let's
3: say they're not, they're not going to. It's
1: a pretty good chunk.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like one six. But the thing is, like, did they sell some of it so that they can sort of market make for the next T1 exchange? It's quite possible they sold some. Or they might have converted, like, some of it to ZSD in anticipation of supplying the ZSD ZEF pair or something like that. Mm. So, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them if they they sell some. But I think the ZEF ZEF founders, um, hopefully by now, if they've even listened to half of what I said, Understand the importance of the price meme effect and not fucking with that early on in the course of the thing. Because really, like, you really want to have these things really run to like good one to three billion market cap. And when they run to three billion, it's unlikely they're going to drop below one billion ever again. There's a kind of like, there's a strong effect there. And then, like, the team, the thing about Z ZSD is though, the team can exit over long periods of time because they can convert to ZSD within the ecosystem. So, Hopefully, the team is smart enough, and hopefully they're listening to this if they're here. The team is smart enough. What they'll do is they'll just connect. Like What you should see, what would be very bullish for Zephyr is, let's say it hits like $250 and, or something along those lines, and you see along the way up that the amount of ZSD being minted is going up. That's a really bullish sign. Why? Because that means instead of selling, people are converting to ZSD, even though it costs more money to do so, and by doing that, they're, what they're doing is they're creating the possibility that they could just convert later. One, they could take ZSD and slowly bleed it out um, you know, from Tether or somewhere if they want to take profit, or they can slowly convert back to Zeph at any price, it doesn't matter what price it is, and sell later. Um, so the, that ZSD liability in the system um, is sort of a bullish indicator that people know what they're doing in the background. That's kind of how I'm thinking about that. So we'll see. Um, last time there was a run-up, there was a bunch of uh, ZSD minted as well. So that was what, exactly what happened. Um, but at some point to make markets, they probably have to have some tether. Um, many of these um, tier one exchanges might require a certain amount of tether and a certain amount of um, the token that you want to supply. And uh, so I think they're going to use some of that pre-mine as part of the community funds to go do that. Um, we know that it's not the same people doing this, the Zephyr swap thing, by the way, that appears to be a different person or group of people. And the reason is because they were asking for some funds to like do advertising or some shit. Remember that? Like, or just in development. So the primary team would not have to do that, obviously, because they have plenty of Zephyr already. Um, they wouldn't need donations and shit. So, um, I think like the team hopefully is, uh, being careful, And really, like, hopefully helping paint the chart to make it really look like the Casper chart. Um, Because Zeph is really overdue for, not overdue, but is due for a run now. Like, it's, um, you know, a good, you know, giga impulse to like the $260 fib uh, would make this chart look phenomenal. And once it does that one more time, guess what happens? Like, the entire world sees that because now the market cap is at a level that everybody in the universe is gonna see it and then on top of that um so yeah it's the price meme effect or whatever the attention happens because of the market cap but the other thing that happens is is that like everyone in the world is no longer in disbelief about that particular chain so there's a there's like a a, a market cap after which like coins receive sort of like consensus legitimacy because of their price action and people are going to assume that when it dips again people are going to buy the dip and it's going to run again and people are going to buy the dip and it's going to run again this is basically like what happened with Bitcoin or Caspa or Ethereum or whatever. You'll notice this um, same effect. So um, you want you want to see that kind of you want to see really, really strong, strong impulsive moves. People accuse crypto or anything else of being kind of pump and dump, but that's not what that is. Those impulse moves tell you how much new attention is being garnered, and weak impulses are not a good sign. Like you want to see these things really run hard. And then you want to see them dump hard again, too. That's fine. If you don't see that volatility, then you got a problem, basically. That means no one gives a shit about your coin. That's not good.
3: So, anyway. Yeah. I would just wonder how the hash rate would evolve, you know, if you go over $100 consistently. You know, it's, it's, it's,
2: the, if the hash
3: rate did what now? Know, How it evolves over time, you know. If we, if we go over $100 on the ZEF price and we stay above it for, let's say, for the later half of the year. We never dip below a hundred dollars again, so that hash rate has to go up like five x from here. Just it's just the uh,
1: yeah, the hash rate will go up if there's if it's that. That's, right? that's 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 like massive. So sure. That's like like shit. I'll just I'll go buy ten computers if it goes up. That's that like right? two hundred
3: right. million of computer equipment that has to be bought, you know, roughly in real dollars just mm-hmm. to get to get. Yeah, to, that's that, that's a great point. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of compute that's being tasked at that point. Um, Let's see what the hash rate today is. Yeah, today is like right above Monero's, where it both are like neck and neck, one point and one point nine seven giga hash per second. They're pretty much at parity now.
2: And um, Monero's hash rate's been declining a little bit, so I'm assuming some of those people are mining Zeph instead. Because like, otherwise, where would those computers have gone? Cause, cause, or, or the other possibility
1: is that because Monero dumped, right, the other day, um, it could be
2: that, like, the hash rate dropped because Monero became less profitable to mine, something like that. Now, we don't really know too much about that, but where's up is up there. He he would know. Uh, he's not a speaker, though. Well, I mean, you can see the mining uh, rate, and you have to assume that if uh, Monero's not as valuable the the attractiveness to mine it goes down yeah you know, this arc etf like implementing
1: um chain link actually got a lot of news today so like tons and tons of news articles pretty much every crypto news organization in the world has like <laughs> like uh has uh
3: you got to, like posted this. You gotta admire that woman, you know. I mean she's sitting there and she's like getting the shit for two years straight. Like everyone's shitting on her. It's like everything's broken and what the fuck did you do with our money? You know, and that's like <laughs> everything's right? Oh man. It's gotta 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 feel good. Yeah, anyways. So Katie Wood, right, is
2: her name. yeah yeah she's um it's just one of the it's just one of the many etfs but i think once
1: they use it it's quite possible that a lot of other companies will use it too now they you don't they don't make that much money off of those um those feeds because you know th- there's only a proof of reserve check like once every day so you're really talking about um like only making a serious um like, you know, there's not that much revenue from that fundamentally, but you know, it's good. It's a good news effect. The more time something gets implemented as chain link related, the more
2: eyeballs are on the, on the token or whatever. So that's good. Oh, there's Bruce. Uh, Bruce, my um, fetch perpetual that I like created with the money you sent
1: me. Um, it's almost doubled. It's so almost two X my initial on that, which is pretty cool so uh ox. Fun is working quite nicely i was pointing that out earlier i still haven't been doing all the different little missions and things in there because sometimes i feel like the mission number two is actually
2: kind of like i don't know sometimes it doesn't work the way i think it is but the other ones are pretty easy to finish <laughs> it's pretty cool i think uh, bruce sent me like a hundred thousand oh, ox tokens and i've
1: Grown it this week to like one hundred ninety-one thousand. At least that's what it says on the screen. I'm not sure what that means. We'll see, but I think fetch. Um, my suspicion is it hit like five or ten bucks. It's like a dollar thirty right now. So a ten x of that should be
2: feasible. I think. Are we talking about Tristan? What's that? We- yeah, Tristan, Tristan. Tate. Uh, yeah. Okay. In the audience here, yeah. Hey, does link tend to lag BTC usually in price action? About one to two months.
5: Hey, yo, is anybody speaking here?
2: Maybe. No? No? Down only? Yeah, seems so. Okay, guys. So, the special for today is... Uh, Oh, just said he's home
3: in 30 minutes. We have to be strong.
5: Oh, fuck. I had my Until bullet.
3: It's arrives. probably on the phone saving someone's lives. Whose lives? Sefi
2: the doctor. Sefi the doctor is in. This space is probably rocking in a second. Hmm. It's kind of weird. If you drop off, sometimes it doesn't let you on again if you're a host. I don't know you, I don't know why. No, it's oh. back Oh, Hello. sorry. I got a
1: we're, phone call I had to take, so it you, kind of boots me. Yeah, go ahead. Where are you I mean saying that someone's we life? Just
3: we're wondering what, what, whom, whom did you save, you know?
1: <laughs> Nobody. Um, <just> like <laughs> hospitals call me and stuff and different things.
3: hmm Bruce just sent a message says he's home in 30 minutes. We should be strong and wait for him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that I saw that.
1: Funny. Um yeah I, I, the, the challenge here is to take the 1000 bucks that Bruce gave me and turn it into like I don't know. Like, you know, 10 or 20. We'll see if I can make it. Uh, I want to see if I actually maybe I'll try to get to 100 on Ox.Fun. fun.
2: It looks like it's pretty straight. It looks like it's pretty fun. You guys should try it. Mm. sounds like a challenge i think it's doable like you know because the thing
1: is like uh if you the way these perpetuals work is like if you just simply pick the fib levels right and you just like run to those levels and then put shorts in uh to counter the whatever long you have you put some shorts in to counter them it's like you can't really lose because like it just like if it goes down it, it uh hedges that right so you can kind of like delta neutral some of those positions, essentially.
5: Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, you know, this guy, what, what's his name? Sam, hey, with the news today Sam, about Chainlink, do you something? think an
6: ETF would be coming? Wait, More can you hear me?
2: He was trying to say no. something. Oh, uh, no. Oh,
6: I think um, you went.
1: Might... <laughs> I think uh, oh. the, the, the space got jacked up oh. a bit.
2: You, might, you guys might have to drop and come back. Yeah. It's okay. Matt, as you're saying what now? You guys back? Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good.
7: Mine's...
5: Oh, good. Yeah. So you know, have you heard of this guy, um, Bank something, Bankman, Randman, Sam Bankman or something? Yeah, he used Bank to say free something free? similar. Who? Yeah, some some dude with a weird hairdo. He oh, used to say, say like you know, like you just go in your feet retracements and blah blah blah, and you get rich and. A lot of money and yeah, so probably gonna. He did, be- pretty, he did pretty well until he didn't, though, right? I mean, everybody does pretty well until they don't, right? Yeah, I think the, the what got him in trouble <laughs> is using other people's other people's money.
1: Like, so it's it's that's probably where he got in the most trouble. But yeah, it's it's all good until it's not
5: you know you, you know it's a it's a bull run when you start getting people asking you hey can i give you some money you can make me like more money out of this and then you're like yeah sure and then you just like start leverage trading and all that shit and then you lose all their money and then shit just goes downhill I, i'm not ex- talking you know from experience maybe but yeah, Midas, admit it. Whose money did you
4: manage?
7: <laughs> you, were tell, you were not supposed to tell anybody about this, Midas. I do not know why you're telling everybody about my DMs to you. I'm sorry.
5: I'm sorry. Uh, I wasn't talking about you. You know, there there are a lot of people there. Okay, so my money's
7: show. still safe then.
5: Yeah, yeah. You're you're okay. Your money's safe in in my in my wallet forever yeah.
3: and ever. Oh. Honestly, people are so stupid. If you read that shit on on CT, like how they lose money. It's like (laughs) every
5: grandmother is wiser than most people investing money on here. (laughs) You know, I'm now taking advice from my dad because he he called the bottom and then he also called the top on Luna. And I didn't pay him attention. I was like, what does he know about money? But he actually told me like when we were at like one hundred and ten dollars in Luna, it was like, why don't you sell this? And then the Bitcoin happened like it was around like thirteen thousand. He was like, yeah, I'm thinking about like, you know, taking my retirement money, retirement money and putting in Bitcoin. What do you think? And I'm like, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. And, you know, in retrospect, I think like he's a way better trader than me. So I'm making him now my financial advisor. I'm probably going to become rich.
8: Do whatever he says. I don't think he's a genius. I just think it's dad instincts.
5: Yeah. So if anybody wants, like, you know, to invest in my hedge fund, um, I have a great financial advisor now and happy to take your money and make it, you know, like a thousand X 2,000x, 10,000x, like, fuck it, to the moon and beyond. Just send your
1: seed phrase to Midas, he'll take care of you.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm.
2: All good. And if shit just doesn't work,
5: well, you know, it's things of the market. We're in a bull run now, like, nothing bad can happen, right? Perhaps yeah, all, this, all the scammers
1: should all the scammers should show up pretty shortly. I'm sure they're invading everybody's everybody's Discords and all that shit already, huh? Like where they're like, oh, send us uh, you know, send us ten thousand aux token and we will send you a hundred thousand more as an airdrop or something like that. You know, like they have all these little funny little bots and things to scam you. I'm bullish on
5: aux, right? Like I like speaking like like properly, not not just like bullshitting. Um, I think that's, a, at least in my view, of course, I'm not a good financial advisor. Do your own research. No financial advice and all that crap. But I think it's a, it has a good potential, mainly because it's run by some guys that actually did pretty well before like Sam Bankman just fucked everything up and they were like really super bullish and i think like the whole narrative you know crypto is all about narratives mostly um you can have the greatest product ever but if your narrative is shitty it simply won't work and i think these guys have a great narrative they have a great marketing guy who is um listening to us right now i cannot like really say his name here because I might dox him. But um they have a great marketing guy. He's like a cult leader that has a lot of girls behind him. And he actually like got lunk going up and all that shit. So um I'm bullish. The whole milady guys are also like super bullish into this. And the mechanics um they're fun, right? Like if you lose a trade You even make money that doesn't happen on binance that doesn't happen on any other exchange and if it goes well well you make more money so i think that's good i think they also need like an army of ox chillers like a lot of people just talking about that and once we have that that coin is just gonna go up and up and up of course like i just said before uh non financial advice um do your own research blah 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 and put your money in ox that's that's my you, you my know point here. There's
3: just just one thing i don't understand it's like it's based on eth and i i just think like they should at least do arbitrum or optimism as well no
5: or no paranormal. but the, the the thing here is that you're not like you just deposit your your ox coins. Yes, and but then still
3: you... there's too many people that can't stand like 10 bucks in gas fees you know they're misers it's a problem it's not good. i mean
5: <laughs> it's bro, the truth. Be, people who people who cannot pay like ten dollars in gas fee, like a hundred dollars in gas fee, they shouldn't be doing any futures or perks uh, or anything like that like you know if you're if you think you're gonna become rich by just having like ten dollars in your account and then longing that 10x, 20x, and becoming like the next Bill Gates of the crypto world is not gonna happen. Like, sorry to break your dreams.
3: Yeah, but from a business perspective, that's not a good approach. You have to be inclusive man, with all your clients. Man, if, <laughs> I if if take talk, five dollars too. You know, <laughs>
5: if you talk to the whales of like Ethereum whales and you talk to them about transaction fees and all of that, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, like hundred dollars. It's kind of like that song from j c the the one the he's talking about in Paris. He's like, What's fifty grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? It's Make kind it of like the same, right? Like a hundred dollars in, in transaction fees for for somebody that has twenty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, a million dollars, man, yeah they they just make that in their in their fucking staking rewards. Like, fuck it. Mm, yeah. So if you're trying to bring like people with money, I think Ethereum is still the best play, like all, all the other L2s and that that's for poor people like us, right? Like Cosmos is for poor people like us that we're saving on a dollar in fees like Solana is for poor people, maybe. Uh, Some of them just start to get money, and probably they're gonna like put their money in Ethereum or something like that. But if you're playing in Cosmos, if you're playing in Solana in an L2, it's kind of like saying, "Bro, I'm fucking poor,"
3: right? Well, I I understand that i understand where you're coming from but to me it's not a valid marketing point i I, i'd fire you if you work for in my marketing department (laughs) i take money from everyone doesn't matter if it's 50 cents you know there's a lot of people out there and it just accumulates in the end of the day that's how business works but that's just me yeah.
5: yeah i mean but there's also like i don't remember exactly what's the name of this effect that happens that whenever um you're buying something Oh yeah yeah from. no
3: i get it i mean it's it's definitely if you have a little bit of exclusivity and make it look better yeah. than the rest right i i get it i get it you have to No, it's simple
4: <laughs> all ox has to do
2: all it has to do is um
1: basically uh ccip mainnet for Chainlink will be going online in the next maybe couple of months and then it's open to ev- everyone and anyone to want to implement it um, it's really easy to implement, and ultimately what that means is any dApp, any application like Fund or whatever can basically just issue aux tokens sure. into the CCIP system, and then you can have access to people on Arbitrum and on Optimism and ETH mainnet and whatever you want, right? So, Because it's already on ETH mainnet on Uniswap, so that's not a problem, but you just have to provide some liquidity into CCIP, and boom, you can now have access to everything.
5: So Very I think dramatic. that's a good way to
1: do it. That's a good way to do it.
5: Chainlink is the, the way for the poor to get into the rich people's world. Exactly.
1: bullish so, simply, really.
5: Yeah. Bullish on that coin. Except, you know, if, if Sefi is still, like, dumping on us and just going, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, surging, whatever. Bullshit. It's Sefi who's dumping on us. Um, My bags are heavy I, I'm too. actually think he's Sergi, you know, eating in disguise. That's why he, he uses this kind of, like, funny picture of the blonde guy, uh, fallout guy, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you stop, Sefi, just like dumping on, on our heads and treating us like liquidity for you, um, it's going to go up. Definitely. You know, just have to stop a little bit, a little bit. Uh,
3: Sefi's beard is better groomed. I'm telling you that.
5: I don't <laughs> know about about his beard, if he has a beard or not, or in his picture it doesn't seem like but we don't know like we don't know his his identity yet until ai happens and all all of that shit and then we are going to be able to find him and and ask him like yo why did you dump all your shit on your friends like li- your friends are not your liquidity but he forgets that sometimes so i came here today just to remind him like please dude stop for a bit Help us become rich as you, rich as fuck, like $500 million. I'm not asking for more. Like, that's good. A good amount of money. And then we can go to the fucking sky. If you stop dumping your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, your, your you know, the fucking crash that happened today is because of Sefi. He's, he's just getting greedy. Well, these, these Greek, Bitcoin maxis have been upsetting me lately. <clears throat> I've yeah, you're they upsetting them, man. You're definitely upsetting them. Like, our fucking fortunes are going to be made in this bull run, and you're not letting us just go to $100,000. I mean, look at
1: these guys at at Bitcoin Magazine. They know full well that, like, the BTC proof of reserves things that the ARK ETF people did was using Chainlink. And they don't even mention it. And they didn't mention it on purpose because they're just Bitcoin Maxi motherfuckers.
2: So they needed a kick in the nuts, and that's just, you know, sometimes you got to give it to them. That's it.
5: Fair deal. Fair deal. Okay. I agree. I agree. Then um, just keep dumping. You know, make them feel Max Spain. Like, reinforce that Jim Cramer guy and reinforce the image that Peter Schiff is trying to bring up to the space that this is just like a big ponzi. It's okay.
1: Peter Schiff is kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) He, he, He is. He doesn't realize that, like, part of the reason why no one's buying gold
2: is because they actually are buying crypto instead of it. So it's like he's just coping the whole time.
5: I don't know what happened to his, like, his son or something. Like He used to be, like, very um, into Bitcoin. And I'm not sure if, like, he got his the, son like, still is.
7: No, is, his is son he got here? wrecked. His, his son got wrecked in the bear market. So he, and he, like, completely, <laughs> what? The bear market wrecked that guy's mind to where, like, he he completely, like went back to his dad and repented he for went all back of to daddy business. oh yeah wait why because what the price of etc fell because bitcoin yeah bitcoin like wrecked his mind the the bear market he was a, he was a victim was he like on leverage or something like why no i don't think he was on leverage i think he was just young and he threw a bunch of money in it and then like wasn't oh. prepared for the 80 percent drop by high fellow what and then he work? sold. I think he sold. And then, like, he, he was one of those people that was like, fuck that, fuck crypto. It's all crypto's fault. It's not my fault. I didn't click these buttons. Bitcoin did it to me. It's Bitcoin's fault.
1: It's like all you have to do is, like, buy it close to the price to mine. That's it. Like, there's no other secret.
7: Like, uh, In fact, he started talking about weird shit after that. If you, like, I, I stopped following him after he did all that, but he, he went off the deep end pretty bad. So the Schiff family is a bunch of weirdos, huh? Well, I don't know. What are you going to do? I knew you were dumping link on us though, Sefi. Midas figured it out. You know, we know you're surging. Christmas dinner and stuff. I bet you Christmas yeah,
2: dinner is actually pretty lit. Double- <laughs> <laughs> it's
9: worse than politics. Yeah, and especially like when Bitcoin was down, like no wonder he got wrecked, because his dad was like, hey, check out the price of gold, fucking idiot.
3: We should find the tweet and pin it. <laughs> have you have you read some tweets of these gold bucks recently they're like in complete disbelief i mean it's it's just funny right it's like (laughs) just reading them like oh look at that shit you know (laughs) imagine the
9: cope when it gets past all-time high and it's like actually outperforming gold like it's gonna be gnarly
3: and there's these silver guys it's even worse right i mean (laughs) the chart looks so bad
9: I have a silver bug buddy and it's a, that's an interesting one. They're like so sure that there's this like insane supply shock coming. It's right around the corner, but it's been 10 years and it hasn't happened.
3: This is probably whole mountains that are entirely made out of silver in this world. <laughs>
9: <laughs> like, hey, good news, guys. We found a whole mountain
3: full of
5: silver. No! <laughs> so do you guys think that we're like uh, starting to get into the hope optimism phase? or are we getting more into like a lot of people are still on disbelief stage like what what is your no, i think the disbelief
1: just
9: ended with today's move yeah, month. yeah, yeah. I, I could feel it lift over the last few days it was like okay this is real
1: like no today so I... next next comes the hope rally which is going to be like btc runs past all-time high and then all the alts follow right afterwards and everything fucking goes absolutely bonkers. Like this is kind of like, it's such a early cycle, um, you know, but do we end up getting like a double bubble or something like that, like we did last time? Or like, what does this actually mean? I don't know. Or are we gonna like run crazy all the way to 250K or something? Imagine we triple top know. off 69,
9: imagine we actually triple top and it goes down for like months after that and people just freak the fuck out. <laughs> I don't
1: think that's feasible. I don't think there's any way either. for it to. Yeah. I don't think you could short. There's not enough money to short uh, to push it down that much, or to it would take like know. outflows
9: of the ETFs. Like like
1: that would have to totally change because right now it's just math. Like there's there's literally just more money coming in. Yeah, but you can see how much like leverage is in the system because you see how much got liquidated today. Like you just saw how fast the moves went. Is one the shorts to the upside getting squeezed, and then the longs to the downsides getting wrecked also. So it's quite a bit of like um, at any given moment there's at least a ten percent dip in the wings, as just almost just like a given as evidenced by today, <laughs> like that it pretty much shows you that that can happen at any moment, even with the current market cap. Uh, it's definitely not stable as when you know many people would think it is. Today was funny. I was like looking at the market. I'm like, damn, like
9: like even I want to go just twenty x long right now on a CEX because everything's going up, and within like two hours that flash crash happened. I'm like, oh, there it is.
6: I miss those flash crashes days. That
8: was the first one I've seen.
9: Yeah, seriously. This is the first like good old-fashioned like two-direction flash crash up, down thing.
6: Yeah, it's been a while. That was, that was kind of cool. Like I've already experienced it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But imagine the, the newbies. Fuck.
9: Yeah. When you bought 63 and that happened.
4: Yo, man. What's going on, peeps? Welcome hey. to the Bull Run. Congratulations to everyone here. We made it, boys. Let's go. Woo! Yep. Time to sell. What are we buying, Sephi? Tell, um, tell me. Link. Everything. Don't fucking tell me everything. You can, you can link buy almost anything, anything now. You'll be he fine. You can say link one more fucking time, bro. He wants you to Shilla buy Link. Or and, you're in time if you want to buy Link. Why would are I need you? APIs when there's on chain assets? Why would I need APIs after Huron? It's the stupidest fucking thesis. Link.
5: Fucking Link. No, you have to buy Link so Safi can become Shut rich your as fucking
4: fuck. Mouth. Right? tired of you fucking Cosmos boys, honestly. All of you I fucking agree. I being right? hey, hey, undisclosed hey shillers. At least say you're being fucking paid. Do right? you think? If you if you don't disclose you're getting paid, you're a scam. I'm
1: getting paid uh, $10 million a year.
4: Right? In what? In Link? To shill yeah. Link?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, just the, all the coins I talk about. I get paid by every team. That should tell. That should tell you how dumb you are for not getting paid.
7: Don't we all get paid when we show our own coins and then the stuff and, and then we sell salesman, it? I don't need to be a
4: salesman, all right? I run a <laughs> successful security business, employing five hundred security guards. I don't need to be a fucking wank on these spaces, trying to make people lose money, all right? Rights, Effie? <laughs> e- e, yeah.
3: Yeah,
5: right,
4: Zeffy? Yeah, yeah, that one's right. fucking right. right. What fuck?
5: Right?
2: That's true.
4: No, honestly, it's love. Just um. Get some doginals, like I said earlier, Sefi. If you were to listen to me last time I shield doginals on Sefi's space, you would have been we, up around 20
1: We went to the doginals thing. Yeah, we, got, we went to the website and connected the Dogecoin and all that shit. It
4: is yeah, so donkey. OKX is, is, is about to list doginals.
1: It's wonky OkayX. as fuck, but it's, it's doable.
4: Well, you're going to be able to sell your doginals on OKX. How about that? I'm, I'm still going to figure
2: 30. out if I got my doginals. I can't
4: even tell. Elon Musk. Right now, you see, he's, he's trying to do what TikTok has done. So we're going to be able to reward creators real time, right? You see, he's implemented the Twitter video spaces. And we'll be able to tip him what? What do you think Elon's going to use to tip? Use your brain. Use your little Cosmos, Sheila brain for it and step out of it for a second. What do you think Elon Musk is going to use, right, when you're able to tip creators live on X? Tell me. Someone tell me. his own
5: coin. He's actually working on that. i getting his own coin informations and, and that. like he's out of Dash coin
2: Yeah, or stable coins work pretty well. That's not out of the realm of possibility
5: But I, use with, Litecoin. I, I I agree <laughs> with Desi, like the,
2: he's going to use like, Bitcoin cash for sure.
5: Litecoin, I think that's the, the
1: biggest. BSV, BSV for
7: sure. Yeah, yes. Lite, Litecoin, though yes. Litecoin is the future.
2: I can say it's probably not Dogecoin by that 30-minute transaction I just waited for. Litecoin and Doge are actually um, mined with the same devices simultaneously.
6: I was thinking Luna, to be honest.
7: Oh, yeah, we forgot about that one. (laughs) That's the original Cosmos. We're the Cosmos shillers, so it's got to be Luna.
9: Luna would be the most hated rally. If this lawsuit goes even one degree well, it could be pretty funny
5: only if Doc Kwan gets released from prison and then he tweets something and then we can have like a 100x yeah well that'll just be out of instead.
2: hand yeah otherwise we're in for a long
7: road we'll see no Elon's going to he's going to use he's going to use lunk that's why uh, the price of lunk has been going up all they need to do is give um doe a computer in prison will be it's like bull run
9: I mean, in American jail, like he can he can tweet
2: like once a week or whatever.:
10: Yeah I mean, in reality, like the only thing that actually matters right now, just in general, um, from a macro perspective, and just from every other run we've ever had, uh, literally back to the beginning of Bitcoin, is what happens with total and total three at the end of this month, which is tomorrow. So I can assure you with absolute certainty um, that if total three closes above 535 billion, it's currently like 580 billion, closes above 535, we will go into a nine month bull run for alts, just period. You could throw a fucking dart. Anything you throw a yep. dart that's gonna go 10x. That's like, more or less what I said mind. before you came. Was that's <laughs> you buy, yeah. buy everything. Yeah, I've, I, have, I, have a, I, I am, I confluence for whatever the fuck you said cool. about because that is the absolute like truth. Like it is going to be darkboard. Buy everything. That's it. Yeah, like just buy it. Doesn't matter. matter. Whatever you like. Matter. Do that. Just don't buy Luna. Yeah. Oh, Luna, my baby. Oh. I have a ton kind of it. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of it. When I say that.
2: Oh,
10: I don't. But I loved Luna. I loved Duquan. I can't even talk about it. It makes me so sad.
4: Yeah. yeah. This is why I hate Cosmos for people like
2: you.
10: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I think like the, the biggest bids this time around, um, I won't even like say any coins specifically, but I think the biggest bids you want to go for um, are going to be in different sectors. So, like, I'm going to be really heavy in AI, um, AI sector, obviously. And then I'll also be fairly heavy in anything that's a liquidity provider. Um, I think that those are going to be major, major plays. Um, Do you know about Bostrom, the, the little AI coin, the Cosmos one? No, tell me about it.
9: It's uh, it's kind of complicated. It's kind of like building what Tau is doing on Proof of Six. It's a whole thing but, but you should just check it out. It's called the boost.
10: I, I don't, I don't need to check it out. I seem to know. Just tell me any basic <clears throat> thing about it. I literally don't care.
2: So they're like, they're uh, they're
10: building an incentivized
9: uh thing, kind of like Tau. So like the, the I'm getting really bad feedback. It was just me. But uh, when do you guys have to turn your mic uh, yeah. speakers down? I think. Yeah so yeah, uh, you can you can in, submit cyberlink and you get incentivized for it is what they're building and i'm going to stop talking until that echoes over
4: <laughs> thank you field i have a question for you smart people what was the highest returning narrative over the bear run sorry bear market
7: it was caspar it was it was, was or inj inj was the number one for 2023 but Casper was that for before no no not ordinals, coin, maybe. Not
4: coin narrative could be ordinal there you go Philbo. keep cooking why do you think so
2: uh, i own ordinal and i bought it at three bucks and it's at like 70 so <laughs> that's why
4: <laughs> yeah but what is ordinal you, you gotta we gotta expand our consciousness right. it's kind of
2: like the nfts out. that the bitcoin maxis will embrace that's
9: yeah,
4: what i
2: like about them it them. That's All right, you didn't do a good job. So, Autonomous
4: is the evolution of how we share information. It's the first decentralized protocol which allows human creativity to be abundantly shared and profited off. So, the internet was the evolution of how we transferred internet, uh, information, but the difference is it was harder to profit from it. Ordinals is that evolution, but it allows you to profit from your human creativity on-chain. So that is why Ordinals is the largest returning asset of the bear market. And do you think that's going to disappear? This narrative isn't going away. On-chain assets are going to be the highest returning asset class of cryptocurrency.
2: You're wrong,
1: right. and,
4: there's a, and there's only a few chains that can you're, allow this to happen.
1: You're big time wrong about this, by the way. All right, tell me why. Um, well, first of all, like it's going to be number empty. one. Even if you take like all of the fine art on the planet, um, it doesn't exceed um, it doesn't exceed what like big big tech made in terms of returns um, over the past like twenty years. So really, there's there's no evidence that what you're saying is actually true. Like, it's just there not is. like, so you can Elders have them, are, your, that everyone a can have their, pump, but it's not going to pump forever. It'll just be the, Dude. it'll be the fun of the, the fun of the season and then it'll go away. Oh my God. So it's not that it'll go away forever, but just the pump won't be as strong the, the next time, the next time.
9: It's just it is what it is. That's just how these things work. It's kind of a dilution factor, also. like like i've I've just witnessed like the say nft scene just started, and you can you can like watch it happen in real time. Everything does well. Everything does okay. You get more and more, and it just like deletes itself down. So eventually you're going
1: to have more supply than the demand on ordinals, in my opinion. yeah, the number of possible things you can release on it becomes infinite. And therefore, the liquidity gets fragmented. There's no focus as far as like where the money goes. So yeah, if you did really well on one particular set of NFTs or ordinals, excuse me, that's really great. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that most people are going to
4: win doing it
2: long-term.
9: Yeah. But but the highest, uh, the highest gains might be those few winners in ordinals. I could see that being true, but that doesn't necessarily mean everyone will succeed. I'm kind of more interested in the Doge side because I don't want to pay that much for transactions on JPEGs that might just go to zero.
4: Yes, I can tell you all about Doge and all Do. I run my own Doge note. I've inscribed a token called DBit. It's recently done a 15X in the past what was two it? weeks. Just look at my timeline. Oh shit, I'm on my old account. Um it's called DBit. Dollar sign Dbit. We currently have the SATS Twitter page shielding this shit out of DBit which is uh, marketed towards being the sats of doge and as we've seen sats actually um overtook audi temporarily right uh, per market cap so i mean i think DB, it, it
2: might, it might hold cool. back because it has more
9: reason to exist than audi technically right because it's going to be like the, the liquidity layer
4: yeah DB's it's cool if you want some some fresh alpha there's a new uh, there's a ticker called w, uh, dollar sign wen wen Which is on doggy.market i was trying to inscribe uh, that
9: and i couldn't it like wouldn't confirm and i think it's minted out now sadly
4: yeah yeah so just buy it on secondary that's uh the same supply as dbit and the metric for dogenals that that you can attribute to a successful token is the mints in comparison to the supply so the supply of when the amount of money that's currently pushed into Inscribe around, I think we're sitting around eighty, not late eighty percent, is a is a massive amount. Of doge. So, if you've missed out on D which you probably have, I wouldn't advise aping into a coin over a million market cap. If uh, D Bit's sitting under a million market cap right now, so get some of the dollar sign when. And yeah, that's the alpha, you know. And I'm going to be minting
9: and- right now that, that you're minting because yeah, I like I, I like to be it. first if I can.
4: Yeah, well, when well, hasn't even minted out, so you just oh,
2: first. I thought it minted out.
4: Okay, cool. No, nah, no, nah, it's like eighty nine percent, I think, or late eighty percent.
2: Okay,
9: it's it's like bugged out on already fine because it only shows six percent, and then I saw that that eighty eight percent today. So I don't I don't think it displays right on. Already you know Find. what's
4: funny, right? though So when dollar sign when uh, started to mint, the doggy dot market removed the option to mint all across its platform. And Doge Labs, the DRC-20 website, removed the. They didn't upload that ticker onto its explorer page, so it was like they intentionally didn't want you to win when using their platforms.
1: Okay, so, happened,
4: right. So, right, so they. Uh, by the him. way,
1: quick, quickly before, um, unless people missed it, um, <clears throat> whatever Zephyr you're going to want to have, you're going to have it now because it's about to have like a bullish flag break here, and it's headed up.
2: Anyway, just carry on.
4: Thank you, Sophie. Um, yeah, so they pumped when. So the node runners operate so a node. The quick profit trick: if you if you learn how to run a Doge node, you can uh, like two three x any minted tokens because you're minting it about fifty to eighty percent cheaper depending on the unconfirmed transactions. So they pumped when during the mint around forty percent minted, and then they dumped it. They rugged it from like six hundred k market cap. To about 150. So everyone got farted out. Meanwhile, the mint. Oh, so yes, yeah, so there's a bit of node manipulation going on with the WEN token, which makes me bullish. So yeah, there's the alpha. And uh you're welcome.
2: Sweet. One more question. How much gas do you use for these? There's a website called Sochain. Sochain.com. S O chain and you go on the doge so
4: gives you a doge option. it'll give you the um unconfirmed transactions but that doesn't really relate to to gas on doge it's it's more of the urgent fee rate so again gas is
1: pretty minimal though isn't it it's not really
4: it's more of like how long do you want to wait for your transactions right you know
9: I think I have some that have been stuck for like a day because I did minimal, yeah.
4: Yeah, and then you miss out and you have to create a new wallet.
9: Right. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Okay, so now I know what's going on.
4: <laughs> yeah, so if you go on that sochain.com forward slash doge, don't look at the unconfirmed TXs. Look at the urgent fee rate. Can you see that? Are you on the
2: paper? Yeah, yeah, I do see it. Yeah, yeah. So
4: cool. the floor, which is 43K right now, that is essentially the uh, – the floor for the gas price, not, not the unconfirmed that's taxes. True. How you work that out, I'm going to leave that up to you.
9: Yeah, Thank yeah, you. That's, that's enough. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, no worries, mate.
4: Alpha for days, Sefi. Don't sleep on but, the But
1: generally, like, uh, how much gas fee approximately would be appropriate, would you say, in dollar value terms? Like, to get most of your transactions through most of the time without worrying about it.
4: I have no idea because I just run a node and I edit the gas in the dojonal.js file.
2: Um, I think like 10 doge is pretty good from what I, the limited experience I have.
4: So if you go on um, dogechain.info,
2: and then you just uh, put in
4: your address, right, you'll be able to see your recent transactions, and then you can work out how much uh, you should raise them just by playing around with it. I can't give you all the answers.
2: Yeah, that, that makes sense,
4: though.
2: I got you. There's a little more trial and error here than a proof of stake.
4: Yeah, and all these shit coins on Doge are going to be listed on OKX soon. So dbit will be listed on OKX. Dollar Sign, wind wheel, Doggy Wheel. I mean, what OKX is doing, doing as a marketplace, as a, as a central exchange right now, is they're going full-blown into the uh, on-chain assets type of shit. So I, I think That's this really is kind of yeah. I think Dogeinal because you put the Elon Musk factor on, you put the on-chain assets factor on, you put in the memes. Like you like ask any fucking NPC on the road, hey, do you know Dogecoin? They'd be like, oh yeah, I know Doge. So I think Dogeinals is probably going to be. It's my number one uh, thesis for the most uh, returning assets. In these yeah, it's
9: it's kind of a good one. I'm starting to like it. Whoa.
4: Fuck you, Nita. Sh- what are you shooting? autism? Fuck. It. As if people are still falling for this fucking cosmos shit coin shit. I don't know even know if it's cosmos, whatever it is.
5: Man, speak English properly, please. Fuck Before you. Before directing yourself to the king. Fucking anime. You don't fucking... disrespect the What's, your, king. PFP, you
4: fuck, what What's your PFP, you virgin? What's your PFP, you virgin? Fuck. What's that? What project's that but part what? of your PFP? What, what PFP is that? Fucking weed. Is that your Crunchyroll fucking PFP? <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's AI, Leonardo, actually, you know, the one of the biggest AI projects in the world. Just to let you know, you can go to the Discord servers, you can go to the top AI projects in the world, and you will see Leonardo. Yeah, that was me.
2: Midas coded, ChatGPT. you didn't know that? Yeah. So, yeah, I
5: don't need your PFP, NFTs, ordinals, dogginals, or all that crap.
4: Yeah, take your notes. We actually take your made notes. The technology. I know you're taking notes, bro. What was that ticker? What was the ticker, Mita? Tell me what was the ticker. You know the ticker I just showed.
5: What ticker? No, you, know, you what got it on your fucking It's notes. a private company.
4: You got it it's on my notes. It's a private you company
5: know, worth $200 million. Come on, bro. <laughs> There's
4: no ticker. We don't care.
5: Like you, you, think, you think I need the crypto stuff for all this? No, man. fucking well off i just do this just for laughs for the lulls you know because i don't have any anything else to do except to come to these spaces and have fun i don't need to invest in any fucking crypto coin i don't need any of that shit (laughs) i'm fucking well off
2: that's just gonna be the new question when someone says they have money oh yeah with
5: the ticker like I, i i can pay for your eth fees if you want
4: Leonardo, you know, AI. you can get a,
5: a proper, on. a proper NFT. What,
4: what, what chain is your project on Leonardo.ai?
5: There is no chain. It doesn't need API that. Access. A fucking
4: chain. Fuck is this scam, bro? It's
5: AI. It's a fucking AI, fucking man. Scam, bro. Followed, <laughs>
4: followed by Pixel Wizards. You got Pixel Wizards following you? Fucking Bernard and that fucking scamming dog?
5: I got everybody following me, bro. But you ain't shit. <laughs>
4: The fact that you got to still no, scam I'd... shows why you're fucking broke.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. What what do I scam?
4: You're an <laughs> undisclosed shiller. Do <laughs> you're an undisclosed. The sorry, fact sorry, that you what? have fucking autism fucking puzzle shit in your name tells me you're fucking broke.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I give money away to people and, and I'm fucking. Yeah, broke. that's why you're
1: broke. Because you gave it all away,
5: loser. <laughs>
2: I just sent, like, sent,
1: sent me ten thousand bucks worth of autism tokens okay yeah, what I'm, I'm gonna
9: go ahead and say it now what's with all the rich people sending other rich people the most money what is this
1: shit
5: you know well i had fun because the, they yeah, were well, we, the point was i was
1: supposed we can to, keep the been giving it away to people who's what it is like <laughs> over time so we're just they, we, they like you had to distribute first to people that could be trusted distribute away for free like, you you can't have someone just, like, get their bag like Wabi or whatever, right? Like, occasionally you'll get it wrong. You
9: know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> 1% of my bag was, like, 20 bucks, so no one's going to worry about selling what I sent them.
4: A serious question, Sophie. Um mm-hmm. I was doing some research on the Cosmos chain, and apparently they have inscriptions. And I went in their spaces, and I was like, hey, guys, is this a legit fucking inscription or you just, you know, talking shit? so apparently right the, the what they're doing i think it's um they're, they're inscribing on atom and they're inscribing using transactions have you heard of the asteroid protocol
2: yeah
1: yeah i haven't really messed with it though i don't really know what it does but yeah i know i know of it. Um,
4: is is it legit like come on i gave you some dojo and alpha
1: is it really yeah legit? it's it's legit I don't know if it's like going to make you any money or anything, but it is an actual thing. Uh, it was started by the, uh, I think, the Delphi people, uh, the people that run like Astroport and whatever. So yeah, it's legit. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's useful or not, but you can check it out.
9: It's supposed to go on Astroport with like LPs and stuff for, uh, for the main one, roids. So it could, it could get interesting, but so far it's pretty quiet.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That, I haven't talked to the founders personally, so I'm not really sure. Like which team it is exactly i know it's out there i just haven't investigated it much
5: yeah it's it's delphi like just like strictly talking and no disrespect desi i'm just fucking with you man but i am um, yeah asteroid was created by delphi it was more of um like like a pet project they had um mainly came out of the mind of red phone which is the guy that actually like launched the idea for the CF, uh, uh, what was it called the, the Bitcoin uh, FT 20 or something, BCT 20. He he actually put that idea on, on Twitter and then the the guy that created the BCTs took that idea and implemented that into Bitcoin and uh, launched Ordi, Ordi the Ordi, Ordinal Coin or whatever. And then um, he was talking with the guys, since he's part of the Delphi team, he started talking with the Delphi team, like, hey guys, what if we do something, you know, for Adam since Adam is kind of useless at this point. Like nobody cares, nobody can do anything on Adam. Uh, what if we create this the first inscriptions protocol on Adam and they launched that as a kind of like a hidden play, something to to have fun? It started to get a little bit of success, and now they've hired some developers and they're expanding the team and some of the fees if I recall correctly, the fees that you pay on atom on on the asteroid protocol go to Astroport and eventually they're going to have like this liquidity pool that it uses like the the cf2 cFt20s on on astroport kind of like that's kind of like the play but um i I think like the main problem with with cosmos is that um you know like people really they have like this depth mentality rather than a more commercial mentality so it's kind of hard to get projects like really going on like there's no marketing involved there's like all these like you know fuck that marketing that solana does well like the guys from dogecoin like they they really understand the fun play of things the guys from bitcoin they had like all these problems with the ordinals and you know the maxes but in the end Um, It it kind of works like a big community uh, where if you go to customers, it's like so fragmented that I I don't really know like what's going to happen, you know, with with Asteroid protocol, probably since it's Delphi and they're bullish on their projects and they like they don't really like just forget about them. They keep working and building on that. Um, It might have some use case. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the ordinal with the. it's called uh, the asteroids um inscriptions and all of that but uh, with that said it might be a good play in the future but who knows so like what ticker do i buy what's your what's your bullish ticker i will go with the first one like the the roids uh ticker i think that's uh the only one that has like any potential since it's the the first one that they created, and it was actually like created by the the protocol. Other than that, I d- I don't see anything happening there. Like if somebody's gonna really turn one of the CFTs into something big, pff, I don't know. Perhaps. What's the uh, market cap of uh, Royce? It's like like three million. 3 million. last time
4: I checked. But yeah. I don't invest under over <laughs> a million, mate. Right? Give me some more. Like what? Give me something under a million market cap. That's going to fucking 100x.
5: From from the Asteroid protocol, man, I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I don't really know Like, what's going to happen. I don't think
9: there. it has the demand of, of the ordinal like that. Like there's a lot of spam. There's a yeah. lot of spam ones because it's really quick and easy to to make one of these. So uh, I would actually maybe just pick one of the winners on there. Like like roids is a pretty obvious choice, but you could try to pick like some of this stuff, but you got like a one in 5000
4: chance. So as if you guys, yeah, with all your autism shit, are not shilling CFT20 tokens, like on-chain Atom inscriptions, like, why aren't you shilling this shit right now? I haven't, like seen, I haven't a seen
9: a use case or a reason for it yet. Like, I'm waiting for them to make a reason to shill it, you know, besides just on-chain transactions with pictures.
4: Hit them up, Sephi Say, hey, guys, I've got spaces. Give me your CFT20 tokens. And, like, let's do business, mate.
1: Oh, I never get paid to do anything. <laughs> I was just kidding earlier. <laughs> like I don't really care. People can come and talk about whatever they want. It's like I just hang out here from time to time. I used to do this stuff where like, you know, teams will like have me um do specific times and shit, but like I got bored of waking up at ridiculous people's times. Like people can show up when I'm awake. Fuck them. <laughs> Otherwise they can do not come. <laughs> Bruce.
8: Bruce I'll my my position right, is doing really nicely
1: Bruce
4: Are hey, you Bruce
8: <clears throat> Are you making money with your with my money by the yeah, way I, just, that's what I told a, everyone uh, I'm making a 95% that, commission I, I told them I'm going to
1: turn that 1000 bucks you gave me into like um <laughs> you into have like, a, you, have a, you have a 5% uh, my, my goal yeah, is to yeah, turn yeah, that man. into my goal is to turn that into like 100,000 let's see if I can do it Hey don't take mm. it out though I could make the exchange insolvent. <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed that. So I'm just going to leave it like, just keep playing it where it is. So i my little FTX2,
8: thanks to you. What's that?
1: Yeah, your FTX
8: part It'll two. be FTX2. Yeah. So what
1: I did was like, I just kept that fetch perpetual thing running, right? So it's like now it's just busting past all time high and sort of booming. So I think it'll head to like, well, I don't know, five, 10 bucks, something. And then I put a short in, like I put a short position in for five dollar FET, and then I'll probably put another short position at ten dollar FET to sort of counteract the, um, you know, whenever the dips happen, and then if those start printing, I can exit those and then leave the long until it's like maybe around ten dollar fetch. Yeah, I think that's be a pretty good run, and I think I think I think I can get the the initial thousand you gave me, I can probably get it to like I don't know, um, probably something like. 20k
8: or something we'll nice see. well we should sort out uh, a management fee
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
8: a commission exactly so we'll, that, way, that
1: way uh everyone gets something no i think it'll like it's a pretty cool platform it's good
8: um
2: it's, Actually, I have it's, a it's simple it's I have a
8: request it, usable yeah uh if you make a fuckload of money with that thing then mm-hmm. donate 33.3 percent to charity and okay. then i'm happy or maybe i'll go uh, convert it to autism tokens. Uh
2: um, you know, that might you don't be another have to.
8: way? I I mean just like That's another way a, to a genuinely it. decent like charity or cause. Oh okay. that would make a me proper happy. charity.
2: Okay, all right.
8: Do the rest
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um no, but it, it's a fun little platform. I think it's once you have sliders on there it's going to be really usable. Um it's kind of interesting that the like you have to calibrate your expectations for the ox token simultaneously. Because uh, like the OX token's interesting in that the the market cap is really small
8: compared to the shit you're trading on there. It, so the um, thing is like fifteen <laughs> the million. Probability of, what's that? It's fifteen million. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's but very it's is- very stable though for many reasons, and one of the reasons is this like three whales buying at one cent continually, mm-hmm. who are willing to buy infinitely at that level. Interesting. The 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 thing is like
1: where it's unusual is that the market cap of the collateral is way way. Um, yep. smaller than the market cap of the stuff you're actually trading so therefore the expected usual volatility of the ox token ought to be much much higher and therefore the fun hasn't even begun yet <laughs> basically like, yeah because the, the funny thing is because the ox token value could theoretically moon and yeah then if that be- happens it's all over yeah then then it's then over you'll for be- the shorts yeah right <laughs> that's for sure yeah, but it's also, it allows you to take on all sorts of um, interesting positions if you're, if the base OX token value goes up dramatically relative to the rest of the stuff on the platform, then you can really start playing around, right? So like that's... Yeah, no, I mean, now's a cool. good time
8: because uh, for what I just said, like there are a couple of people buying up the hell of the, like a lot of the OX supply at once. Nice. It's nice, like nice. infinite bid. And so then you could say that, I mean, no guarantees, but that is like an effective floor in some sense. So therefore, if you have position now, you know, that's reasonably the worth of your collateral. Um, but you also have the upside. So it's interesting. Like it's it's more interesting at a lower price. And you could say this is like some theoretical, like maybe lowest yeah. or, or being, relatively being lowest. early on this, like, is
1: really, really useful in, in essence. Uh, that's true for anything, of course. But like in this particular instance, it's like, exponentially more useful to start early but yeah it's fun i think people will enjoy the playing around on it it works it's working nicely
8: yeah and then uh like we sort of just launched and then we're just shipping different products um one of the next products to launch is copy trading vaults which will be fun and i I had the idea um because you know like sue and kyle blew up three ac I had, the, and, <laughs> and it's kind of funny, like the backstory, like there was a yeah. little bit of debate about like who blew it up and stuff and, and a little bit of argument about all of that stuff. And also there was also debate about who uh, was more responsible for the original, like turning a million dollars into five, 10 billion and stuff like that. So I had the idea that we could launch copy trading vaults and have them have a vault each and have them do battle. Um, so they, the format I decided on is like a one month battle they both start copy trading vaults and they go head to head. And then either people can stake in those vaults or uh, they can basically bet on the the winner. Um, and we'll do a prize pool. For, like whoever wins will have a prize pool distributed to those people who deposit into their vault. So it's like, <laughs> it's going to be pretty funny. It's going to be like, uh, I don't know, like Asia, the East versus the West. It's going to be like Chinese um, Confucianism versus Western imperialism you know it's we're going to contrast it really well and have some fun and then i think people will be very curious about what positions they take in general maybe their logic around it um i'm going to get them to shit talk each other and stuff i think it's going to be really funny and then it's like whoever loses takes
2: responsibility for blowing up 3ac <laughs> like well, uh, but is it going to be tied to the uh but it's it's just
1: but you're not tying it to the the platform itself, right? It's like just um,
8: it it like, in other words, it doesn't wreck the entire platform, does it? Or is that is that part of the fun? The no, I mean they're just trading in votes, but it would be like zero percent fees or whatever. Okay. no,
2: no okay. nefariousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: Hmm. Hey Bruce, what did you um, get out of ETH? Denver? Is Ethereum going to scale?
2: Uh what did they what? Ignore that. E- is Ethereum gonna scale? Did you mean did you say ETH Denver or what?
4: Yeah, because you went to ETH Denver. Oh so yeah, but like, I don't really care about crypto. What scaling solutions have they uh, told you? Oh, I, just, I I
8: just don't really care about crypto in general. Like I'm being honest, I don't care. Like about a lot of things. And one of the things I don't care about is crypto. I went to ETH Denver because I have some online friends there and I met them up with them and um I met some haters and stuff and uh took a lot of drugs and explored the local
4: wildlife and stuff. Saw a mountain lion. Yeah, it was cool. You know you're full of fucking shit, Wrangler. You're full of it, mate. Every time you appear on my timeline, I fucking get pissed yeah. off. Yeah. With you fucking chat GB or your post cunt. Yeah. Fuck you. You hear me, boy? I, he- I hear I hear you and
8: I I appreciate that. Like a lot of a lot of people have said that and I agree
4: with them all. So,
8: thank you.
4: I'm out, guys. I can't stand this guys. Fucking pommy
2: accent. <laughs> Fucking Pommie. Um. Have a good day. That's an interesting interaction. I could not tell if, if trolling or serious. No, he sounded genuinely wrathful.
8: Nah, he sounds genuinely. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. legit.
5: That, <laughs> that guy was really fun. Like, he got very riled up when I started talking about his accent. You know, like, I, I, I have the worst accent in the world. And they're like, please, talk to English to me. Like you I, I don't understand your gibberish. And, <laughs> and, and he got, like, really fucking mad.
6: <laughs> I'm, I'm worried he's, like, like, the like, villain from Wolf Creek, and he's going to fucking show up at the foot of my bed tonight. So. He'll be at October next year looking for me.
5: <laughs> Are you going to have sex with him, though?
8: No, dude. <laughs> I'm willing, you know. I'm, I'm willing to change my sexuality if the person really needs it. And it's like an altruistic thing.
2: Wow. That's dedication. I don't know yeah. if it's
8: dedication. It's like a, a feeling in your
2: heart that the person really needs love. Then, yeah. Okay. Maybe he just needs like
5: a hug. You know, you know what
2: he's, he strikes me as? I'm, he strikes me as one of those people who's like, um,
5: maybe he's
8: stressed in a job and he has limited time and then he comes online he's he's like i've got to fucking get the information i've got to know what to do with my 200 dollars. i've got to fucking know where
4: to put it ah, guys what do you think about ETH? what do you think about this what do you think? give me the information ah, he, meant, I don't he, man- he, man- he mentioned
3: he mentioned he runs a security my company like, ah,
4: my time's been fucking wasted
3: <laughs> he mentioned he, he runs like 500 security guards yeah. right like he said something like 500 security guards he's managing or something like that
8: something like that i can i can imagine i can we, imagine we, he, no he, he said uh, that
3: just before you life. came
8: well in in reality he probably manages he probably is like a long term bouncer or doorman and now he has a firm with like two part time kids and he, he loans them out to local nightclubs and trains them a little bit uh and like takes 20 dollars $20 and gives them ten.
5: I mean that's savage as fuck. Real business poor guy.
2: He said he had five hundred dudes. Is yeah. that's like that's like a small military, like
1: come on, he doesn't have five hundred like, You could probably like like take on Panama or something, right? Like you nah, can take dude, your he's got, a,
6: he's got a half dozen little Filipino men.
8: Come on.
1: I know I know
6: what he's done. he's
8: done. He, he was, uh, he worked in pubs and clubs in Australia for the last like 20, 30 years. He got beat up a bit. He's a big guy, pretty fucking fat drinks heavily, especially after work. Um, and he realized he could start recruiting some of the local student population to work really fucking cheap doorman jobs at like $10 an hour. And in return, he gets paid like 20 for managing them and calls
2: himself a, a doorman firm or something. This is his situation. You sure he doesn't have a small like military
5: maybe of midgets, you know
8: no like a you, can, you cannot be such a emotionally reactive player as such a person
3: no no they sound different. I know a guy that runs a little military operation and they're completely different. It's not that kind of character doesn't, I know a lot of, of these work.
8: people I, a lot of my some of my friends from uh school went into like private military stuff and and security and uh, one of them is even working on yachts in the Suez canal, which is really interesting. Like when yachts go through the Suez canal, um, off the coast of Somalia, often they have the pirate situation <laughs> and then like a, a few of my friends from uh school. Now, um, I think they, they initially worked in like the special forces in the UK and now they're working on yachts and earning like 500 K a year to protect like super wealthy people and their job is basically shoot pirates as they get close. Just yeah. Cool. But anyway, I've I've dealt with these people a lot, and they have a completely different vibe. Like
2: that guy is just a pleb. Yep. Yeah, I know people that are like special forces and whatnot too. And uh, yeah, not the same vibe at all. Almost feel kind of bad for him, honestly. Equally, I would like to work for him. <laughs> He'd be a great boss. Yeah, at the, at the door. I'm going to buy whatever he was showing for sure. Because like, it's probably going to go up.
3: Honestly, Bruce, if when, you started working yeah, for token. Yeah. if if Bruce started working for this guy, I would be concerned about his his Big health. Winner. You know, he, he's got, got a heart attack or something like that. I've
8: always I've always liked the idea of, of doing something for like maybe a few days or a week or something like, I don't know, live live homeless on the streets for a week or um, try some weird job for a week. Try that. Like, you don't want to do that. No, I know, but like, just, the, just the, maybe, just to empathise with like the real situation, see what it's actually yeah. like.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's uh it's an experience.
8: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've gone through some relatively hardship, but there's a lot of shit I haven't. Should be cool to to experience. I think with jobs as well. Like, I can't. I'll give you an example. I can't understand why anyone would ever be a chef in like a really small
2: hot kitchen. So I think I should force myself to do that at some point and just work for like a fast food chain.
5: You're gonna enjoy it. My mom used to work for a McDonald's for a week and then she was like, fuck this place, I'm out of here
2: especially when you find out how much the cook is getting paid at the McDonald's and you're getting minimum wage. It's pretty fucked. Besides owning a little restaurant, I I have never actually worked in one. I can cook a few things, but make a souffle and a few other things, but like, I don't never worked in one. The executive chef, I don't know. I guess they're still called that at a McDonald's makes like, like 150 K they're doing pretty well. What do you mean yeah. by executive chef? Like the Some one of who's his, in charge? Of, yeah, like the one who's in charge of all the food guidelines and like
9: like the head the head chef or whatever that, that's like really in charge of everything.
8: Is that you mean? You mean uh, not in each not in each franchise? Do you mean overall, like a regional thing or what?
6: Uh, I think it's probably one per probably one per restaurant. There's like no, a, I, I think it's regional, Phil. Though oh, okay, I, maybe I, because I I did a loan for a general manager of one of these places back in like 2017. Um, Income was like eighty five thousand. So if the general manager is making that much, it's got to be regional. Yeah,
5: that would make sense. Is that like a like like a month monthly wage? No, eighty five. a
6: year. That's pretty solid though for oh, McDonald's, okay, okay. even eighty five. Yeah, but you got to think about the fact that absolutely nobody wants to fucking work there, even as a GM. So they've got to incentivize people. Right.
5: I mean, one of my my friends was a CFO for. McDonald's in the whole Latin America and man that the stuff that he saw and the you know the bullshit that he had to handle, like that was fucking awful. And he was a fucking CFO. Like he, he wasn't like turning any burgers around and yeah I could imagine shit. all the
9: lawsuits and like all the
6: all the just bull bullshit you have to deal with from owning a fast food restaurant could probably be pretty tiresome. You, you know, Midas, what's even crazier about that is McDonald's is like at its worst in the US too. Every every time every time i've seen one in a foreign country like germany or switzerland i mean it's it's a hundred times more civil than it is in the united states noob is confirming so yeah that's what i've heard everyone
2: every time someone talks about a mcdonald's abroad they're like dude it was so much better it was like actually good food well he he did eat us
5: something at mcdonald's occasionally like once a week or something because he had like these vouchers and he loves to save money. He's like one of those kind of guys that just like saves on everything if he can. But the whole managing experience and dealing with especially the franchises, man, that was a pain in the ass, according to him, like people go they just like break the rules, they don't give a fuck. Like, if you're running a promotion here and then the other franchise doesn't really want to do it, then you have like to go in there and convince them and talk to them and be like, dude, why are you having like this mcflory stuff? Uh the mcflory island in here in this place and there and that, and and the other guy's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I am the owner of the franchise, and he's like, dude, yeah, but this is a fucking franchise, it's not like you're a restaurant, right? Like you have to have a certain set up orders and and provide a standard and the guys were just like a fucking pain in the ass according to him like he really hated them managing people talking with people especially like franchise yeah, especially owners people are, who like, don't want to work for anyone
2: that's probably not fun yeah that's kind of like what a franchise owner is right someone who like wanted their own business but couldn't quite get there so i could imagine they're pretty difficult to deal with
5: I think it's like the lowest, uh, kind of entrepreneur that you can find, right? Like somebody who has the money to put a business, but really doesn't want to, to do all the hard work, like all the experience well, that it takes for well, you to I, 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 run I, I, a let business. Let me
6: clarify I've, again, back to my loan experience.
5: Wait, Drew, are you, a, are you a friend? No, of no, I'm,
6: I'm a, I'm a mortgage oh, okay. loan officer, but I, I do have a little, uh, oh, okay. card processing ISO, but, uh, no. So I, I've done a lot of loans for franchise owners. And I think it, it largely depends. I think, I, I mean, a lot of them have, have like accounting backgrounds. So you'll you'll get people who maybe don't have the creativity to be um, an entrepreneur and start their own business. Uh, but a lot of people who are good at business development. Um, I saw a guy who had like three or four batteries plus franchises each making like he started out making 75 grand a year at each and then ended up with with like net profit at each location of over three hundred thousand dollars in three or four years so you know it 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 depends it depends on the type of franchise but i mean if you're talking like little caesar's pizza yeah that's pretty much spot on you know it's just like middle management um, but your name is on it so
5: and i think especially with this kind of like big names that have already established a brand like how can how can you fuck up a McDonald's franchise? Like, really, really, you, you have to be a fucking stupid motherfucker to just like fuck it up. Right. Like you just have to follow a fucking manual and give that manual and have a good manager. And that's it. Like, You don't have to do any branding. You don't have to do any marketing. The fucking marketing is already done for you. Everything's done for you. Like, You can even put your fucking dog and train it to to flip burgers and then you have it. You have a great McDonald's, you will fucking kill it. But if you're typically, typically I I agree. Agree. If to get you're a McDonald's
1: about... franchise, though, you got to own like three of them at once. They don't just give you one.
5: Not not in not in Latin America, like you can have a oh, really just
1: one. Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah. Because it's divided, actually, like there is McDonald's USA. It's divided from the ones that it's uh, outside of the USA. Something happened between the owners and and something like that. and. And it divided. So you have like the, the USA, it's actually run differently from the ones outside of the USA.
2: I don't know if in the end it has to
5: do with like shareholders or whatever, but yeah, it's like different. But if you're if you're talking like Drew, it says, you know, like a small franchise that doesn't really have a name and you have like certain um, allowances. Uh, you know, like permissions to do different stuff and just like run it a little bit more like a business entrepreneurial effort. Then I think like you can have something really nice done to it. But uh, I think like these big ones, man, you as long as you can put one plus two, you're fucking fine with it. Like, how the fuck do you?
6: Yeah, well, my like in in their defense. Um so I've been to Latin America, America a few times and uh, I just cannot imagine why the fuck you would ever want to eat McDonald's in Latin America. Coach, damn it.
5: Well, like 20 years ago it was a fun place to take your kids and it was kind of like a novelty. Yeah, there's like a little there's like really slides like-
1: and like some balls and shit you can fall into. Have you seen that?
2: like what? It's like a little playground and stuff. You can slide down the slide and drop into like a pile of balls. Sefi, can you confront someone for me?
8: Oh, oh yeah, sure. Shit. I whoa, I whoa, I want you to whoa. confront Drew cuz he hasn't oh, no. invested in OX.
1: <laughs> Drew, What's what is it going to take for you to uh get some OX
2: tokens?
6: I don't know. A high, higher paying job, man, or or another loan.
2: Well, how many kidneys do you have left? Two. But look at,
8: look
6: at his oh, bio. Yeah, yeah.
2: What's he got
8: there? He's got like Bozo and Cock. <laughs> now, what is this disrespect? Yeah, you can trade the go- Bozo and Cock
6: tokens for some ox tokens, probably. I mean, I'm about to get my 100x. Those are my 100x tickets, guys. Yeah, but what have, what have they ever done for you? What has that
8: community ever done for you? we 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 the ox community sit here in spaces we're willing to speak to you man to man we're willing to put up with you do they are they willing to put up with you what have they done like who are they are they your friends we are your friends
2: or an i <laughs> and simply publishing the the address oh one more time i'm what's the difference what's the difference between Integrate in chaining oh, proof of the, reserves it's it's just cooler it's just cooler just cooler yeah
1: and then you can eventually like issue btc in in the ccip thing so you can like sell
2: etf tokens and shit later know. so everything. that
3: that may be the the plan really the real benefit to integrate with all things chaining yeah yeah not the proof of reserves by itself
1: yeah or whatever. Yeah, there's like just it's a secondary system to prove
8: what you have there. And what we were confronting stuff. someone, and you've derailed it completely. Thank you so
2: much. <laughs> yeah,
8: Drew. Yeah,
3: these,
2: what's, sorry,
1: sorry.
3: Coin, what, fuck. what's fucking bozo coin, man? What what's fucking bozo coin? Who buys that shit?
6: I'll buy some ox coach. What is but what does bozo do?
2: It's
6: like a clown coin. So so it's the whole. um it's no, my man, it's, win, it's, it's my winning ticket. Oh fuck! No, it's the ERC four hundred four infrastructure. It's it's where it started. So the uh, fractionalized NFTs. Oh yeah, that's probably worth owning. To be honest. Yeah, a little bit. Had a nice big pullback too. So.
2: Yeah, Bruce, it's probably going to moon. Is what he's saying. <sighs> I'm
6: going to buy some OX, Bruce. I'm, owning I'm buying ox. some OX i don't mean invest i mean just like one I'm, it's I'm, worth I'm, one cent and you and know? i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go leverage trade i'm gonna go full full game mode on it that'd be cool yep. just
9: buy one ox
8: and bridge it over to eth and send it to ox it's only going to cost you about thirty dollars to bridge it you're good it's but it's not about the price it's about sentiment it's like it's like if i was there in
6: real life would you buy me a 30 dollars meal if Probably. You would yeah, yeah if you I, would I, then I, do it almost certainly would but um the only concern is that I get liquidated in like two days and then my ox dot fun is gone. Well, you can just pocket there as well and
2: pretend you trade. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I do kind of want to leverage trade it though. I'm I'm definitely a little interested. So. Is there going to be like a vault to like deposit
8: ox fun and benefit from liquidations or their deposit? Yeah. Off? Yeah. There'll be a, uh... For now, there'll be a fee vault. So trading fees redirected to stakers um, and probably some liquidation thing as well. And then also uh, like fun or major trader copy copy trading vaults um, uh, and maybe even
2: AI vaults. And then also just like anyone can create a vault and anyone can stake in it. Yeah, all rolling out soon. Cool. But it launches with like the Sue versus Kyle thing, because I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it could be a real uh like dramatic thing.
1: What's the, the ETA a, on that? There has to be an slide. interesting
2: way to sort of like attack them on the chain.
1: Like or on the protocol. Like you know you I mean, have to gang up against them or something. You could we could do communal sniping of positions. Or your like team your team Kyle or your team Sue and uh you you know you like
2: draw down the battle lines and figure out how you're gonna like whoop each other somehow try to like gang up and liquidate one or the other yeah something like that
6: it's like liquidation laser tag <laughs> it would be really fun to have like a competitive lp game gamified thing
9: where like like you're, you're already like when you do it, you're taking money from someone if you make money. So just like make a
2: display for it and make it into a game somehow. Why is no one talking about uh, Zef? I came to talk about Zef. Um, it's we did.
1: We we were talking about it a bit a bit ago. <laughs> it's, Where it's are we going? Like, What's the first target, Steffi? Tell me. Tell me, I need to hear it.
5: Zero. We're going to zero. Mm, Down
1: on Well, it's got like this, like, you know, it's finishing up like, a, you know, these like bullish triangle patterns. And with BTC up, I mean, the odds it's going to go up are quite high here, obviously, like 90% likelihood uh, in my guesstimation. So, uh, yeah, next is like 37 again, and then all-time high break. Uh, as far as timing, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It could be any time, like, Quite literally, like that could go up within you know within a week or something. So I think it's just any time now. It's looking good. Everything's looking good. Pretty much every coin's looking fine. You could pretty much buy anything at this point. Is any is anyone here also buying um or has bought Space? Yeah,
7: yeah. I did. did I did not. Yeah, did, update. What do you like about this thing? People are uh, space. This. I told Coach about this one a while back, too. But Space is an L2 for Bitcoin. It's made by Microvision, I think, is the... Uh, uh, group behind it, but it's really cheap. L2 that does Bitcoin on a Bitcoin address one to one mapping. So it has the same blocks as Bitcoin. Everything that happens on the Bitcoin blockchain is mirrored on the space chain. So it's an L1 and an L2. Hmm. So does it have like a point?
1: Like, is there. special reason why someone wants this or just just like it's pumping. yeah it allows you to like
7: have nfts and like all the ordinals and bitcoin transactions and everything to be sent um on the like an aisle 2 basically so it's it allows everything to be sent cheap and you could actually use bitcoin instead of it you know it being where you can't use it right now because it's too um slow and expensive Hmm.
2: okay so coins gonna moon Oh, oh, probably F- one of them.
8: FYI, FYI, a few Yo. people have just messaged me, including a girl, and she says this is boring
2: as fuck. I'm gonna leave in two minutes if you don't change the topic. I agree with that girl. Do you? Did she give you a yeah, topic? Maybe I'm that girl. Does she want to talk about
8: I'm that girl? No, but but you know, girls just want to have fun. This isn't really fun, is it? No.
5: Yeah. Like, why why don't you bring Anne up and? and nat here who's and perhaps lisa and let me see who else is in here um i'm not sure if bean is uh an actual girl or just like like a milady
8: um, just any any new people in general who can talk about something yeah. beyond crypto would be very welcome yeah 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 yeah
5: even shantani or shintani or shantani or or whatever her name is like that could be
6: no because she's just gonna argue argue don't say that
5: damn it no she's gonna argue about penises and all that shit. but you know it's it's funnier like in a way when she goes like all crazy at bruce symbolically so one of the things that we can start talking about is have you ever uh go into like you know like oh esmeralda she's she's also a a girl here have you ever been you you know like in an uber and start asking them like what what are the good stories around the city because i think like they're like the modern spice right like before you will have like taxi drivers just giving you the the heads up of the city and all of that shit. so i actually have like this idea which reminds me of what Bruce said a couple of uh, minutes before of just like becoming an Uber driver and start, you know, like going around the city, capturing all the stories in a book and perhaps becoming a bestseller author of what the fuck is happening in the city. And you know, bring up all these stories like that time when a fucking guy just appeared with a fucking gun and started telling me to go to this fucking crazy neighborhood and that shit. I think like that's kind of like gives you life experience, and I think these guys have a lot of life experience. Like you don't know who the fuck you're bringing um, into your car, and I think like that's that becomes exciting, right? Like whenever you start having experiences of that, then you become a, a the party, you know, the, the the person that actually can move the party around. Like whenever you you go to a place, you have a lot of stories of what happened. Like that time, like yesterday, I was in an, in, in an Uber. And I was asking, hey, like, what's the crazy stories that happened to you? And the guy started telling me about this guy that uh, like like three guys got into the Uber and one of them um, started like pulling out a gun and telling him to go to uh, a really horrible place. And uh, like he he told me there was like some kind of spirit that actually spooked those guys, like suddenly one of the guys. Started, like, getting, like, really pale. Start like, being like, dude, uh, like, we, we have to go. We have to get out of here. And the other guy was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? He was, like, well, one of the guys that were trying to rob him. And he got that spooked, The one of the, the people he was, uh, he was taking to the place, that they actually stopped the fucking car and left running. And the guy, the driver was like, I don't know what happened. Perhaps I had, like, some kind of angel, guardian angel, like, looking up looking over me and helping me. But those guys, like I I was thinking I was about to go down and they were gonna like take my car and kill me or something. But they got so spooked by something that I couldn't even see that they had to run out of the fucking uh, of the Uber. And that struck me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like, imagine like you are having all these people in your fucking car and you don't know who the fuck they are. And and suddenly, one of them starts like seeing ghosts or something, and and gets so crazy and gets so messed up that he just like goes out of your car and stops. It like, sounds Robbie. like they just didn't want to pay
1: like the that. fare, and they're like, "Get the fuck out!" and just act crazy and then it run. Sounds so like it sounds like what? It seems like they just wanted didn't want to pay the Uber driver the fare, you know, or something.
5: No, they had a they they had a fucking gun, bro. Oh. Like, he, like like that the guy was fucking scurrying and he was like. They're gonna fucking kill me right now like what what should I do? Should I just like steer the fucking wheel around like try to crash something somewhere or do something, but he was in the middle of nowhere in one of the like worst neighborhoods in in Mexico City, and the guy suddenly had this experience like kind of mystical experience where the guys just got very spooked out of of nothing started seeing things and I'm not sure, you know, like if the guys were drugged or something at that point, perhaps that could have be like the logical scientific reason of why they stopped like trying to mock him. But in the end, it makes you wonder, like, what, what do these guys, when they're driving people around the city are seeing all the time? What are the experiences? Like, what are the stories? In the end, I paid him the guy like 25 bucks out of the like $5, um, of uh, like the, the you know, whatever you have to pay on Uber. Because I found the fucking story amazing. And he was also telling me about um, some guy, like a Haitian dude, because in Mexico we're getting a lot of Haitians, a lot of uh, people from Venezuela, from Colombia. And they're like kind of like some pimps. And he was telling me about this guy that was uh, a guy from Haiti. And he was starting like dancing around, like trying to like, you know, have fun. Uh, He was a little bit... A tipsy or something and after he like move out the the steering wheel the driver got so pissed off and started telling him like dude like you have to get out of the car right now and and just like you don't don't pay me whatever and suddenly like the guy like like the driver had like this um I I wouldn't say like alpha attitude but he was like very very straight to the point that the other guy was like okay sorry um it's okay i'm gonna behave and afterwards he even he, he said like i don't know if this guy is gonna give me like a bad review or something because that's very important for them as well but in the end the guy even paid him more just for for getting scolded you know like perhaps he had some daddy issues or something but he had like three hookers in the back and the guy was just like playing around making fun he had the his cell phone with uh, all the music going on and and because he probably had some daddy issues in the end he ended up paying more just because this guy stood up to him so makes you wonder like what are the stories about these guys um i was planning, like perhaps i can just hop around different uber drivers and ask them you know like what's the best story that you have driving the uber what's the worst that happened to you like what's the most strange situation you ever been in this and just like getting a lot of stories and write a book. And I I think that will be like a bestseller. And then when coach was talking about, you know, like living it out, not just like recollecting the stories, it, it made me, you know, realize like, you know, that, that will be fun. Like if you're like super well off and you don't have like anything to do, you just want to get more life experience.
1: I think like you about to take a job as an Uber driver for a while.
5: Maybe you know. Maybe who knows? We do that for. A- I think it, I, I think it will be fun. You know, like just take it uh, a week or two or see what happens.
7: There was a big I mean- uh, show on HBO called Taxi Cab Confessions. That was exactly what you're talking about, except for taxicabs instead of Ubers.
5: And do you know, like, what were the ratings if that that was, was big? Like,
7: they would, uh, especially when they would have like controversial, like, uh, driver, like, passengers that would talk about topics, you know, like sex or like, but uh, but you like, would, would you like
1: cover your like seats in plastic and shit?
2: Like, what about the people with like scabies and whatnot? Like, you don't need all that stuff in your car, right?
5: What? Like like a plastic for you, for your seats or yeah
1: like what if, what if some of the drive, people their passengers have like lice and scabies and stuff like how do people
6: deal with all that do you have to vacuum the car every day or something I drove Uber for a little while um, yeah did you have any problems I, No not really occasionally you get somebody who smells bad which is a fucking bummer but I mean you know because
1: you have hotels and whatnot that
6: have like bed bugs sometimes oh uh, yeah That's too- um. I picked a guy up at a motel once. That's a fucking story. And I took him uh, twenty minutes away to another motel at one in the morning. And he smelled like urinal cakes. Uh, motel to else. motel. That's yeah, a scary. yeah. What what was that guy doing? So yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fucking weird and gross.
5: So. so. So, Drew, what was your like your worst experience? In uh, there, were, there were a few.
6: Um, I argued with the, a guy, um, his fiance and I were arguing with him because he was being belligerent in my car. Um, And that was that was my last uh, ever trip, actually. And then there was uh, one prior to that uh, where I, I took a guy to a couple trap houses in the middle of a pretty rundown part of the city. They looked like they were completely abandoned houses. It was him and this this um, his little white guy crony um, who stayed in the back seat and was like talking to me about his his felonies while he went into these like seemingly abandoned houses. All the lights were off, and he walked up wearing a, his backpack on the front. Uh, all the lights ticked on um, surprisingly, and he was in each one for about ten minutes. Came back with his. You know, front-facing backpack and fanny pack, um, just fucking yeah, un uncomfortable situations like like horse blinders, um, but uh, honestly, it was kind of fun driving around like like uh, groups of drunk girls every once in a while. You'd have you'd have a good time with them, right? So, but nothing really remarkable to write home to, other than that, um, nobody ridiculously dirty. Nobody ever threw up in my car unfortunately. So,
5: you know, so perhaps have you thought about like going back into Uber? Probably not. I I, I have a wait, 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 wait. But check check this out. Like you pretend to be a deaf person, right? Like you don't hear anything and you start being an Uber (laughs) in the Wall Street zone of the city. And then you start like being like, sorry, I I cannot listen to anything. I'm pretty sure like those guys will be spilling up everything, you know, like talking about what they, there's did, no, stocks <laughs> there's they no bought. way
6: they'd believe it, man. But no, I, I mean, I have two pretty decent paying jobs at the moment, right? One is my own business. So probably not going to happen, but, um, was I was going to say, no, I, I mean, there, there, was definitely some fun for sure. Uh, definitely, you know, a couple stories here and there, but. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird having somebody get into your car, and and it's dangerous too. I have a friend who got robbed. Um, there'll like, they'll Uber drivers will shout out the name of a passenger, um, and occasionally there'll be somebody who's not that passenger, and they'll get in and and rob them. So I mean, that's something that happens in my city a little bit. Somebody just died here, uh, an Uber driver, a couple months ago too, uh, from that kind of a scenario. So probably not something i want to do and uh, it's definitely safer here than mexico city for sure man so you know
5: i mean but in in a way that gives you a lot of story a lot of life experience it's imagine imagine though like what what would you rob from an uber driver
2: like give me your car i mean
1: like
6: desperate people yeah man desperate people so who even has cash anymore not me I mean, I I do carry a pistol in my car though, so I suppose if I had been getting robbed, they could have robbed that. But you know, it's about you it. just you'd hand them the pistol and say, "Here." Yeah, I was gonna her say
7: her you're back. not supposed to let somebody rob you with a pistol, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a bit weird misses the point to some extent.
6: Yeah. Well, if somebody has a gun to the back of your head, think about that, and you have a pistol in the center console or in your pocket, what are the chances of you getting it out? and imagine if it's not chambered right and then chambering it and then you know getting that stick like you just stick like
1: a piece of bulletproof whatever between your your section of the car and the the
6: passenger <laughs> bulletproof glass.
1: yeah or it's like like a a button. You, you push a button and if they come up they act up it'll take it'll like vacuum all the air out of that space yeah
6: yeah, with my James Bond you know car. Exactly. Yeah, it's just they're like, <laughs> Oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. But yeah, as as a um a person with way too many guns, there's this this fantasy that guns keep you safe um in a gunfight. They don't, right? So it's it's if <laughs> If they've drawn it on you first, you're fucked, right? So, I mean, there's there's just nothing you can do. I mean, home if invasion, maybe that's the pilot, They just
9: shoot back, right? Like they're just gonna be like, "Oh my god, a gun!" and they're just gonna shoot really quickly.
1: <laughs> well, you could, could booby
6: trap the back seat. You could put like spikes that come out of the seat. Yeah, like, you push a yeah, little like, button, like, like, like one of those Vietnamese jungle booby traps where it just it like Fuck yeah. traps. So what you do you is you out. got this on your you take your left foot and you push a button on the little whatever the little.
1: Foot console thing in the bottom of your car. Yeah. And um, it'll just send spikes up there. Up their so like bamboo, like, bamboo spikes. Yeah. yeah, something, yeah. something. Something, something Bam- just not bamboo pleasant.
6: Pit. A cu- couple rolling cylinders with nails sticking out of them, like right below the floor.
1: Yeah. Oh, or maybe some,
6: yeah. like, like maybe like a long metal thing that comes out of the back seat and like
1: takes out your spinal cord or something. So you, can't, about you about have to hydraulic? kill them before they can what shoot you. It what about a hydraulic that just smashes
6: them? Like the seat just closes like super hard, just smashes them. Or, or you could get like some F thirty uh, five ejection seats and just fucking launch them, launch them, you know, one hundred and fifty <laughs> feet into the air. So. With
1: with no with no roof that comes off, just straight into the roof. <laughs> I didn't mention that because I figured like everyone had already thought of that one in their head.
7: That's actually a cool idea. I like the F thirty five even You could even put like the little like parachutes where they come out, and it sends them like it drops them to like the local police station. Like, get like GPS style. Or or a couple drones
6: that airlift him
2: right, airlift yeah. him out of the car. It might be like everyone has like personal drones eventually that will protect them. So they'll be in your front seat
1: or something. And if someone pulls a gun on you, this thing will just kind of sneak up and then kind of shoot them with a little, like a paralytic needle or something, like the old, uh, you know, the curare the Kirari darts. You know what I mean? Like just, it's like a spitball, but it has a paralytic in it. Takes them out like the old. Um, like in old Africa. Not not in old Africa, old Amazon.
7: You better hurry up though, uh, Midas, because isn't Tesla gonna make it to where nobody like there's all gonna be just AI cars driving everybody around? Like you're not gonna be able I don't think you're gonna be able to Ubers for too much longer.
5: Not 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 gonna happen in my city. i can guarantee you that's never gonna happen here. Like never.
2: How come people will
5: like you think the,
2: the Mexicans
1: in revolt, or it's just like too chaotic driving.
5: Yeah, it's two k, cha- two two k, uh, two chaotic driving. You know, the streets are really fucked up in most places. Like, people are fucking dumbasses and don't use the crossroads. And you know, yeah, yeah, like people are fucking animals in here. So I, I don't think it's gonna ever, ever happen here. And then you have like the local politicians and the taxis revolting and just smashing the cars, like the ones we saw on. I think it was San Francisco where the kids were just like smashing the the uh autos that were like self driving and and that shit, so imagine that, but with some gorillas that managed the uh, the taxis and the the whole gangs and everything like dude, that's never gonna happen here like I promise you not in the next uh fifty years at least, like perhaps when I'm fucking old and dead. It's going to happen, but not in my lifetime. Definitely never, never in this lifetime. You can have you can have fucking, you know, cyber trucks and whatever. They're just going to find a way to just rob that shit. Yeah, be
7: kind of a cool place to set it up for training data, though. Because if you can do it there, you can probably drive anywhere or like.
5: Yeah, but you know, like like the whole Google Maps, when they start like getting all the, the cameras and the cars with all that yeah
7: all the way there's
5: part of the city yeah there's parts of the city that they couldn't even get into because people were just smashing them robbing everything like yeah yeah so it's it's gonna be very hard for that to happen perhaps like in in the highways they just like create uh traps for for truck drivers to just stop and it's it's not it's not gonna happen. It's fucking impossible. You will need like a uh, a new country for that to happen. Like you just erase the whole Mexican population and mm-hmm. then you create a new society here, and that maybe might. It happened be- with
1: cars before, yeah, right? Because cars weren't always in in Mexico either, and then exactly. they were. It happens, yeah, but,
5: but we were pretty fast too. We we had a better society. We had a better society. We had like twenty million people. Oh, okay and they were well educated Midas. like that's not gonna happen what,
6: what if they mandate self-driving cars for safety purposes i mean then then everyone's driving a self-driving car and, and and you don't have uh anywhere near the kind kind of congestion and like reckless driving you're you're talking about
5: you know they have mandated a lot of stuff
2: and <laughs> and it doesn't go through
7: so kind of hard imagine though everybody in the US like not learn like forgetting how to drive and then going to mexico and then not being able to go anywhere it kind i of mean rack. it
5: is
6: it is brutal driving down there actually um
7: yeah it already is probably like that
6: right the, the gridlock i mean like people will stop in the middle of the intersection and in red lights and then you have to unweave it when it turns green it's you see midas yeah exactly i know it's like man. going to like india and stuff where that nobody even follows like the yeah lines. just Steph, everyone you, just goes Steph, wherever Steph, the fuck you've they, ever they been want. to thailand it's the most fucking yeah. nerve-wracking thing i've ever been a part of yeah,
1: I Thailand be. and India are going to
6: be very similar in that respect. It depends on which town you go to, of course, but yeah. yeah. Then uh, was in Pattaya and I got on this little motorbike taxi, little 120 pound man in my big ass behind him. Uh, took my my 40 liter backpack, stuck it in the front, could barely see over top of it on a scooter. Told me to get on the back. I'm like, I don't know, man. And he drives across this like fucking eight lane highway straight across, dude. And then the drains are like a foot down off the side of the road and we're right on the edge driving in between like buses and semi trucks so close that I'm worried that my knees are going to get like peeled. off. (laughs) I mean, inches away from each one. It's, it's so fucking nerve wracking, but yeah, to that point, I know exactly what Midas is saying about not having self-driving cars. So
1: And and, until you actually do like get injured, which
6: happens a lot. So it's not like, uh, it's not pure paranoia either. No, it's not. And and this is during Songkran too, so you have people like shooting water guns into the middle of traffic and throwing water balloons too. So it was a lot of fun. Nice.
2: Nice. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something, something. When the world starts to get
9: really bad, and these mugs out here robbing, you gonna love digital
0: currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning, and I'm all like, I'm sitting back, just having fun in the sun, and then I'm like, one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. It's so summer, everything we built in the last hundred sets, You getting salty, feeling faulty, You ain't no man. I keep he. Robo here, grinning at to ear, throwing up anarchy, smoking toilet trees in philosophies Look at the dossier We rack like geology It slays to this shit Like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels Getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell That shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive Period uh, He's a fucking trip, man Jimmy, if, if you listen to this, right You're getting absolutely fucking ripped To death like on a spacer of life, you little troglodyte bastard I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house son. I swear to God man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs man. Mate, you're just a little laugh man, go on, fuck off man, do one, fuck off. Harmony, no the one. Do you're looking for a fucking job, you're fucking idiot, you've just been fucking at the death, fuck off. <laughs> Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation Sponsored, but bottomy I mean, feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Timmy, boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is bustin' Think of all the loss of crew. Just to pick up off the tricky custom i not here. All those sub would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home. Debs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi Fi. Zab and more, they shipping more than five guys. Console open, waiting for the kamikaze when the flash phones bang. They're feeling like paparazzi snapshot motherfuckers. We got layers, meteoric jawbreaker. We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt, maxing out relators. imagine the smell. $5 wrench to your Darth Vader. It's, it's really funny uh, to us at finance that
11: everyone here is talking about.
8: uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to lunch, uh in order to take over the chain. Is that correct? Uh, it's more
11: simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, and they have wrench, and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with you know we're trying to wash uh, the mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. but if there's someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer we uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard and then they say, stop, don't do that again and we say that's okay. Just mm-hmm. give us your validator note, and then they give it to us, and we drive it to China.